evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are very happy to welcome you back to yet another season of Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle Darkest Night of E5. Let's play. <clears throat> we have been gone for a long absence. And certain things and certain changes have, of course, taken place between now and then. But we are happy to say that we will be back and consistently on your stream and on your feed every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And, you know, the other time zones that don't matter as much. <clears throat> that being said, thank you for tuning in tonight. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Of course, Vampire the Masquerade. V5, Will of Darkness, they are all trademarks of the Dark Pack. And we own none of this licensing. And we also ask you to bear in mind going forward that the things you see in this season and the things that the characters do are just that. They are characters. They are doing things that their characters would do in this dark dystopian deathly world. Do not judge the players or their actions as they are not monsters, they just play monsters. <clears throat> that being said, let us begin. Is it a spiral, a stairway? For some, it's a slide or a leap. Descent into the blood of Cain and away from the blood of Seth and Azura is only ever a violation of the soul that corrupts absolutely. The question is, how hard can you fight the machinations of existence that slowly drive you down the path of damnation? Some kindred resist this with every fiber of their being. They fight against it, cling to the trappings of their old human lives looking into a mirror night after night, desperately attempting to see in their reflection something remotely resembling the shadow of their humanity. Other kindred like to think that the monsters aren't made, they're born, a predisposition to the damned state. Petty tyrants in humanity, monstrous killers in undeath, jumping feet first into the hedonistic and blood-hungry monstrosity of their newfound existence. And though not every denizen of the night is running headlong into ruination from their human selves, it is widely accepted that, for most, with enough time under your feet, this is the only inevitability of your unlife. Let these very words take seat in your mind as you watch these coming events unfold in our darkest night. It is, of course, a dark night. And for Solus, he stands outside of his fastly approaching iconic club for the gothic scene in Miami. Something not very heard of in tonight's nights. The roaring sounds of a coming motorbike dominate the Miami traffic. The bike, to you, Solus, heralds a very many things. 
it imparts with you something you haven't felt in a while. A keen sense of anxiety. You yourself are waiting near your bike as you were advised to travel. Light and slippery. Nothing new for a shadow. With a cool kick down and a pull over right next to you, you recognize the visage of the man who's coming to see you. He attire is entirely different from the last time you saw him at your sire's haven. It's almost as if he's accustomed himself to the fashions of the city he is now presiding in. He looks over to you and rather quickly as he leans down from his bike, he says, they're about a block behind me. They think they're stealthy, but who doesn't notice two SUVs uniform in traffic? They're either the beast squad or they're fucking stupid. Well, they're about to be dead either way. <laughs> yeah. There'll be food longer, long before it's done. Tenebrae, are you really ready to do this? You know, once you set upon this path, there is no return, and it's not for everyone. Your friends, they, they won't understand. The road to hell, it's paved with good intentions. My what again? Anyway, this is the cause I was embraced for. Let us serve up the appetizers. Let's come on. He roars the bike up. You, of course, get on your bike and you guys make quick way to what is to be Crandon Park, which to those of you who are not native to Miami is a it's a key island right off Miami proper. And it is right before the town of Key Biscayne, which is a very wealthy, very private town in its own tax bracket. Miami, Key Biscayne, the beach of Key Biscayne is very public. Everybody goes there all the time. And Crandon Park is not too far ahead from that, but it's a bit more secluded. Most people don't make it to Crandon Park unless they're going for the Miami Open or for tennis or anything of the sort. The weekend makes it so that most of the presence is seen on the underpass of the bridge that connects the keys, where people are drinking, doing drugs, and other savory and or unsavory, depending on who you are, business. It's not too far past the aquarium that the park, the park's lush trees and greenery begin to envelop as far as the eye can see. It's a lane in and a lane out, with two roads on each. They park their bikes right at the opening marina lot that comes right as the Crandon Park Key Island opens up. Sahar gets down and he quietly nods to Solus to follow him. Staring both ways because even as a kindred you don't want to get hit by a car. They quickly, maybe too quickly for human feet, make their way across through the median, the large green median that separates the lanes as they crawl into 
the sort of closed greenery. Trees, the bushes that give way across. <clears throat> the sound of the music is far enough from the main road that nobody can really hear it. And as the music gains presence and becomes more palpable, it's not thrumming and humming like an open-air festival. But it is definitely alive. It's like, it's like when your cousin throws a party and he's got a couple of box speakers and everybody can hear the music as far as they need to. But not so far that they'll call the police to shut your party down. I'm gonna turn to Sahar and say, well, let's get this started. I'm gonna walk over to the nearest tree, set my hand on it, and ignite it. The blue and black flame that generates on his hand very quickly transplants on the tree, and it begins to set a slow fire ablaze that fills off. You flinch, you wince, and you hold your own. Sahar, a little bit older, chooses not to look at it. He knows the tips and tricks that go with the psyche of the undead. And he looks at you and says, That's gonna have some lasting repercussions, Tenebrae. <laughs> that was the plan. <sighs> Let the dreams continue. I see Let's go. Chose you. Let's go. <laughs> he nods to you, and you guys push forward pretty quickly. They peek through the little trail into the gathering. What seems to be a sizable group of college students are having an open-air kickback, one of those invite-only kind of things, where you find out through a friend of a friend. They've got a couple of sound bars near the center area where the booze and the food are placed up, with the biggest collection of people are gathered most closely around the center. A small fire, nothing that could draw the attention of respective fire departments in the area, is lit on the side of a metal tanker, which would seems to be a grill with a plate on top of it. <clears throat> two males and a female walk up to the approaching kindred and before they open conversation one of them is seen to be looking around and he speaks slightly over the music he looks to the female and says hey babe can you check on Tyler for me I don't seem to see him around and I'll get in a world of shit as this kid is missing much appreciated please the girl turns to him and nods and says, You really need to be careful. That boy shouldn't even be out this late. I'll see if I find him. And she turns to a girl not too far in and screams, Hey, Tara, come here, please. The girl comes along and she says, Have you seen Ty? Help me find him, please. And they mosey on off to look around for the kid. And the other two men approach the kindred. The first one has disheveled, wavy, blonde hair and a double. And he says, yo, bros, this is sort of a low-key kickback. And you got to know somebody to, you know, kick back. What's your names? Who do you know? And it is to this that Sahar pretty quickly retorts. Uh, I believe her name was uh, Amelie. Emily, Amelia, Amalia. I don't know. Maybe you can ask her soon. And with a very light 
turn to Solus, he nods. As the two men look confused. Forming behind Solus, as this conversation has been taking place, are two thick arms of shadow. And they are undulating and pulsing around his body as this happens. I want to extend one of them and send it straight through one of these people in front of us. Maybe the closest one near me. Right straight into his throat. The shadow might as well be made of cement and brick. As it goes right through the man and the blood gushes everywhere. And oh. all you hear is the gurgling choking of pain and blood. I want to expand its width right away as much as I can. It doesn't take much as the mounting pressure pops the head off like a corkscrew. The other man, of course, seeing this, can't help but yell at the top of his lungs and panic with sheer fear and frustration. And everybody now, even through the music, can see what has just taken place. It is at this point that Sahar can no longer be seen, but he can be felt. As his inhuman speed turns him to snap heads and necks, left and right, ripping through spines and grabbing through chests, pulling hearts out and crushing them without even a moment's hesitation. The bodies begin to fall, the screams begin to fill the night air, and it becomes a true abattoir as the blood begins to shower the floor, the sand. I'd like to reach out both of my arms and grab two mortals, the nearest two by the neck, and start bashing them against each other until it's just until they stop moving. Crunching sounds come to life. The blood and the gore, it all fills the smell in the air. They don't tell you this very often, but when people die, most often violently, they tend to shit themselves. And between the gore and the excrement, it is not a pleasant smell that takes over. A few minutes pass. And as the last dying mortal is gurgling, blood gushing down through their mouths, Sahar looks to Zolus as he's grabbing the human by the throat, crushing the one pipe into his hands and dropping it down. He looks at his watch. And says it should be just about time. 
glance of the slaughter. The hunters are walking down the same beaten path that the two kindred have followed in. It is a chapter of them. Five men, four men and a woman to be precise. They are all clad in black trench coats. What you would think is armored plating. Really, it's just decorative straps with ammunition and stakes and vials of water on them. <clears throat> I'm gonna um, extend my both of my arms out, just normally in the open, and uh, bow to them. One of them is fixated on these arms, while another can be seen doing this. As he looks at a giant rock that stands right off the beaten path. And then they all move forward. The woman who happens to be in the lead is a bus cut tall woman. She might be probably straddling six feet and <clears throat> she's got large thick frames and she looks to the kindred and says why have you done this? what is there to gain? You're all monsters, but you surely cannot be capable of this monstrosity. God surely may not allow this to take place unpunished. How could you? You could just say... We all level up crossbows. <laughs> We're doing God's work. And then I'm gonna try to take one by the leg with one of my arms, and I'm gonna slash it another with another of my arms. The first person you grab at holds your hand out and it says cease and your arm feels as if it's being stopped it manages to push through barely you feel as if the force was interrupted if even for a moment the other slashes away you grab and just as quickly Sahar can be seen with a black ball of fire engulfing his hand as he sends it all the way off to one of the hunters they dodge they don't dodge quick enough and half of their body is caught on fire and the fire just won't go off no matter how much he rolls on the floor it's at this point that the main hunter Take shot at you with our crossbow, aiming directly at your chest. If possible. The drum of the crossbow goes and shoots away at you. The one I have by the leg, I want to bring him up and try to block with him, with his body. It pushes the arrow off, it chips you at the shoulder, cuts you up, tatters your now very nice coat. And the hunter brooks no foolishness, pulling out its SMG and beginning to let loose upon the two of you, who can tell, she can tell by your confidence, you're ready for a fight, as either of you has not really moved a footing. The impaired people try to stand, and Sahar, wasting no time, 
grabs the other two and bashes their head against their skulls with a loud and deafening crunch. He turns to the counselor of the hunter chapter and with a very fast and audible kick a leg snaps and they fall to the floor and as if lightning had just struck he finds himself next to you again licking the blood off his hands tastes like virginity Hmm, I would have expected them to taste more delectable. I might give it a try myself here when we're done. If there's anything left for them. What could you expect? <laughs> On the floor, Hunter, clearly panicking for their life now. It's crab walking backwards trying to get away. And Sahar looks to him like this. Where are you going, buddy? We've only just begun the dinner party. I'm gonna start slowly walking up to the hunter. Then, I'm gonna say... I'm gonna do a little quick bow and say, Rejoice, hunter. Your sacrifice will bar the enemies of your god from ever traversing upon this plane. Now then, Stand still. Allow yourself to become fuel for the children's dreams. Right behind you, they snap and both hands on Tahar and Solus are turned into black flame. And in one go, they fling it at the hunter and a human pyre is caught on fire off the back of his skin, blood, and bones. Tenebrae, it won't be long before the authorities get here. I think... I think we've done a nice little charcuterie board of death for tonight, wouldn't you say? I feel like I'm just getting started. Avalon was not wrong about you, child. Let's go. And as they begin to walk, Car stops momentarily and he turns behind to a rock where he sees a whimpering child, no more than 12 or 13. And without a hesitation, he says, Tenebrae, look, leftovers. Allow me. And his hand clutches on fire until Solus, of course, interjects. Are you sure? Just... <laughs> this is what it is, right? This is what this cause is all about. Anything to keep the world safe. <laughs> the road to hell, right? The road to hell. But... 
do me a favor. Perhaps calm the boy or make this easier. Oh, what does it matter? They all die anyway. They're all rats for the slaughter. Just fine. They're all gonna the boy. And he waits for Solus to interject in the And I'm gonna slowly start dragging myself to this kid. And one hand hidden behind and another grabbing his head and says, Look at me. Look at me! It's all gonna be fine. And before you know it, you'll be asleep. And he uses presence on the child. And his eyes glaze over. He is, of course, an unprepared and unwitting mortal. And he lets his hand go, and his hair go, and he says, do your duty. I'm gonna keep dragging myself up to this kid and look up at him. Then kneel down to his stature. And I'm gonna place a hand on his uh, head and start patting his hair. Be like, hey kid, I know what you saw here wasn't exactly pretty, but just believe those bad people with guns they were bad people, and we, we're just doing what we're doing to uh, keep the world safe from monsters. What about you, kid? Do you want to be a hero? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I want to be a, a hero. I'm gonna grip his head. Conflagration. Just like the tree. Although more perversely so, the skin ignites, and before anything can even happen, there is no mass above the shoulders. Just a scorch mark and searing blood falling down. So Hart takes one last look at the pile of blood. The humans all piled up on the centerpiece, and he lets his hand fling again, and he fire catches on to the bodies and begins a human candle fire of blood. Let's go. We're done here. Let's. And they can be seen fading off into the clearing, or rather into the, the pathway from which they came. A few nights have happened since this transpired and to say it has been on the news is an understatement they're calling it the massacre of the century initially news tried to bear it down as a party gone wrong you know to hide it from the people hell even the kindred of the city tried to suppress it with so many deaths so many people asking questions. Can't even be helped. We open our scene to find our five kindred at the lobby of the Reagan building. It is a building freshly built in Brickle. It is a business building, of course, with French revivalist accoutrements dotting the entire building. 
One of our kindred is very familiar with this building, as she reports to this building almost every night that she is not endangering her life for profit. This, of course, is Ayla. Upon the entrance into the building, Ayla is greeted handily by the gentleman at the door. He nods her and says, Good evening, ma'am. It's nice to see you again. Please come inside. I'm assuming these are your guests. Yeah, they're all with me. Lovely. He nods, of course, to the front desk, which is a giant ebony wood affair that covers all the entire front end of the of the wall that gives way to both sides of elevator access. And it overlooks the entire lobby. On the TV, of course, many TVs, is a newscaster and one of the security guards, an old middle-aged man. You can tell he's just here because they don't pay him enough to do anything else at this point. And a very much awake and alive young gentleman finally pressed in a suit to the difference of the other gentleman's basic security guard outfit stand at the desk. <clears throat> I want you all to give me a um wits and awareness. Can hind senses be added or no? Yes, of course. Roll it, roll it, and you'll be able to perceive everything that your elf ears can hear. Legolas. <laughs> Six, two. You don't have to roll for this, uh, Solus, as you're very well aware of what's been on the TV for the last week. So you get a three, two. Okay, so we'll do this at a difficulty of three. So anywhere from two and below, you guys catch the TVs on, but it's not really your main focus. Anywhere from a three and up, you understand a you, you hear everything. And it goes something like this. Thank you, Tom. We are here at the scene of what seems to be the massacre of the century for South Florida, let alone the United States. It seems that the bodies have been piled high and charred. Anywhere from children to fully grown men and women have been murdered. They have been brutalized and savage. Their bodies cut limb from limb their blood desiccated, and we cannot find any explanation or any reason as to why. They tried to assume that it was some sort of savage animal attack, but seeing the sheer number of bodies, 30 plus at this point and still counting as they are ha having to put the bodies together, we will hope to finalize a countdown for all the grieving parents and families by tomorrow night. The mayor of Miami has deemed this a state of emergency, and the police are on high alert. They are offering $100,000 to anybody who can offer any pertinent information regarding the killings of these poor, innocent college students. Please, anybody who has any information, please feel free to dial 1-800-HOTLINE-HOTLINE. We are patiently and eagerly awaiting any information that can please remedy or at least bring the killers to justice. 
Back to you, Tom. I'm gonna put my hood all the way on, and there will be one single tear of blood go down my left eye. Wits and awareness, please. Can't do insight? No, because you're not trying to glean motive. You're trying to notice something. Okay. How much? Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Five, four. Oof. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> they got you. Oh, my God. The most I feel bad. that already one of us <laughs> can catch the, the tear. <laughs> my, my boy. No. <laughs> I'm just going to just, no. like, like corner eye him because I can't say anything. But I'm, I'm going to, like. You all notice the, of course, sudden suspicious onset of actions. And a tear falls, a blood tear falls down his cheek. You're, of course, at your liberty to say something at this moment. Well, you is there something you like to really add? Notice it. You're being so awfully quiet tonight. Is there something you want to add? It's that scene that they just reported on about on the news just reminded me of something similar that a friend and myself had to go through how debaucherous then and i like to do an insight check on that <laughs> as they're having this conversation oh. i would like to remind them where we are and that we are in public and i don't fight you are in and that it's not about fighting it's about what you may never mind that's fine hey yeah, I'm I'm just gonna remind them, like, keep it quiet and wait until we're do alone. You, do you want to try to force the interaction forward? No, but I, I just wanna catch his express with us. Okay, okay. So you inside check. He can resist this via subterfuge and manipulation. Okay. Can I rouse? Subterfuge and charisma. Can I rouse? Yeah. Like search. Yeah. Yeah. Point of order is Demetrius with us. Okay. I don't get hungry. Well, you said subterfuge and what? Or what? What were my options? Subterfuge and charisma. Because you're trying to see. That's what you get for being nosy. Subterfuge and charisma. (laughs) I got five. I got five on it. Oh god, that's a loony reference I have here in a minute. <laughs> Sorry, Souls, none of, none of your secrets are actually secret. Can I arouse this as well? Yeah, 100%. Alright, it's my uh, first day back out here, so what does that do again? Just one? <laughs> <laughs> my first day! It'd be my what first you- day, oh. I don't know how to lie. Ex- explain to him, Mr... Alistar, since I saw your uh, So basically, it is you make a rouse check, which means you make a hunger roll. And then if you succeed or not, you still get the benefits. But this just, just determines if your hunger goes up or not for rousing the blood. And Fuck. then you get to add, based on your blood potency, a number of die to that roll. And so I believe if you're at one, then you would add one die to your roll. Alright. Ba I got six successes. Ooh, damn, okay. He beats you by the margin. 
Okay, so this is the way it's gonna work. Unfortunately, this is not Hunter. So No, but I'm saying she could use willpower, but yeah, never mind. Yeah, you could Sorry, I if was you really care, you can willpower re-roll it if you really Oh my god! <laughs> I'm a nose I'm a nosy you, bitch. You will risk the lifeblood of your success in a dangerous situation. Oh, that's a Toriador move right there. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so sorry for pointing that out. He wants to do <laughs> Okay. Oh, God. I support keeping secrets. I just want you to know that. Apparently it's not. even now. It's even now. <laughs> doesn't it's seem even like now. it. It's even now. Oh, Y'all doing this right in front of my salad. <laughs> right in front of my home. I love you, BB. So... The, of course, action goes to the, the success goes to the acting vampire, or kindred, shall we say, because that word is taboo around here. <clears throat> and so, you can glean that he's, he chose his words, his words, where's, oh my god, where am I from? He chose his <laughs> words carefully. You from he's Jersey? not lying. He's not lying about what he said. But there is more pertinent information to be had with the right context. But something similar, if if not the same thing, has happened to him in one way or another. Now, if your margin would have been maybe two or three die a little higher, alas, that is the... Mm, yes. The gentleman at the front who is clad in the suit who you, Ayla, know to be, of course, a <clears throat> a ghoul for one of the kindreds of your boss Um, calls forward and says, ladies, gentlemen, ma'am, he says not into you specifically, Ayla, the Boss will be more than happy to see you now. So please go on ahead. I'm going to lead everyone through, kind of walk first. That way, if anyone sees us, they see my face first. While we're walking, I want to. This is Ayla's abode, right? Basically. My boss is. No. Oh. Well, this I'm is the Seneschal's place. I'm going to ask anyway. Because I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to turn to Ayla and say, so, have any refreshments around here? I am parsed. We'll, we'll see when we get in the office. Fair enough. He's, he's usually pretty stocked up, but that also depends on the company he has today. So, I'll just walk in behind. Perfect. So, you guys get into the elevator the elevator is grand it's made out of marble and it's got the the fleur-de-lis and the whole entire french revival look all clad in in in, in gold and the such very opulent very ostentatious you can tell this guy if he doesn't shit money he sure is well eating it like daily right and very quietly the thrum of the elevator rings up until you hear it and, ding, and the door opens 
and who's standing in front of you in the antechamber? None other than Khan, the sheriff. He is in his typical body length dress-up coat with the sleeves that dane into his fingers and the very many pockets and the hood that covers just about most of his hair and some black shades. You can tell that there is a a, a shimmer of light giving away from one of his pockets, which can only be a weapon. Strangers! Well, well, well. If it isn't the hottest Camarilla commodity on the block. I'm gonna just look down at my, uh, my cardigan and be like, something like that. What is that? Poor people wear? Uh, I don't know. I thought you, uh, I thought you Mediterraneans had taste. That's you fine. You could say it's a new style I came up with myself. But anyway, how goes it, my lord? Any, uh, updates on our bug problem? He nods back to you courteously, of course, being just as facetious and as stupid as you are. <clears throat> and he says, I have, uh, what is it, your... One of your crushes, I'm told. Looking into it at the moment. My crush is? Oh, it, is that not what you were doing with Sophia the entire time, thinking I wouldn't notice? My I'm just going to, like, snicker in the back. <laughs> I would never. You know, for somebody with horrible but yet gigantic iframes, you clearly don't see very much around you. I have my eyes set on just one woman at the moment, and she seems to have escaped my grasp via flight. Ah, and here I thought you were speaking of Nanette. Word travels, Mr. Tenebrae. (laughs) Word travels very quickly. And so do I. I see. Though not well, if anything is to be believed. A pleasure to see you again, Sheriff. And I'll just walk into the room and look around, see who's there, if anyone else. He puts a hand on your chest and he stops you. Don't get ahead of yourself, Devil Kindred. I'm not here for my benefit. I'm here for yours. And he pushes you back gently. You are going to be meeting with the upper echelons of our city tonight. A few of them. I caution you that dysfunctionality can mean death. Take that for what you will. Your boy here, and he points at Lance, has done me a service. He made an oath. He's a good hunter shall we say. And you have all kept your bargain. I work on a point score. You accrue points, I like you. You fuck shit up, you lose points, I'll kill you. There is no in-between. I hope that this is a very reasonable system for us to mutually understand each other upon. As you should not be surprised should I knock on your door and come for you. Just as you should not be surprised if I offer you boons. 
because you will know what you are doing. Now, the gentleman behind me, your daddy, he says, quite funnily, as he likes to put it, may be nice to her, but to the rest of you, you are all one and the same. You're all variables to be pushed around on a board. And hell, she might be too. I caution you to watch your mouth and say anything that doesn't need to be said. And before you ask, yes, he is hearing me say this. And though this warning may not go for him, it definitely goes for the prince. Now, is there anything you need from me before I conduct my duties tonight? I did have a, I would have liked to have a word with you in private, but if not, here you go. <clears throat> and I'll pull out a manila envelope and hand it to him. Uh, I believe this was everything you had requested before. And if you need anything more than that, I think everything's in there and should suffice quite well. Ah, there yes. You go. Let's see this bit of intrigue you bring, Mr. Giovanni. Let us hope you are as thorough as you made yourself appear to be to Prince St. Germain. I do so enjoy a good killing. Thank you. And he takes the envelope and he, of course, disappears it into one of his many pockets and he points back at the door. It's open. Go. I'm going to walk up to him and I'm going to be like... There is one more thing. I may have, yes. once again, maybe as you heard that, you know, I may have talked to Nanette. I also talked to another of her friends, the one with the, uh, you know. And one of these... I don't know. The sigils. Oh, that. Yes. One of them remains. What about her? I have my close friend looking into the meaning of that, and I will give you an update on that as soon as I have something, but again, as I said, have you figured anything out due to our infestation problems? I will be hearing from Sophia regarding this matter later on tonight. Fair enough. I may pay you a visit if I deem anything worth sharing. As I would expect you to do the same. You but know where to reach me, yes? Fantastic. Farewell, my lord. As far lord. as the sigil, I do not brook mages, blood mages, or mages of any kind, to be sure. So if you want to get in bed with Tremere, that's as they say, your ass. So... Challenge accepted. Let me know how... Fair. He nods. He slams on the elevator button. Of course, the elevator is still pending there, so it opens immediately. And he looks to all of you, and he flashes you a toothy, fangy smile. And the doors close as he flips you off. <laughs> I'll get the door for everyone. What a gentleman. 
As the door opens, you are greeted to what can only be addressed as opulence. Sheer opulence. Ancient Ottomans, desks that look older than all of you put together. Paintings that were definitely stolen from somewhere. Or bought. Some things can't be bought, so they have to be stolen. <clears throat> and they decor the walls. It is to be sure that Arthur McIntyre is loaded. He is, as, as, as ventures go, he is fitting the bill quite perfectly. <clears throat> The mahogany wooden gold trimming antique desk is the centerpiece to everything you see. It has lines engraved on it, and you can't be sure, but you've probably seen something like this in your textbook during Napoleon times. And behind it is a perfectly tailored, elegant man in a three-piece suit with of course, perfectly manicured blonde hair. And he has a cup near him as he is enjoying himself. Looking to you all, twirling the thick red liquid in his hands. Behind him, is two figures are two figures i apologize and they're both very tall they are almost around the same if not a little taller than ayla <clears throat> and they are of course as she knows two and three two is a freckled blonde with a short crop shoulder hair shoulder length hair she is dressed in a tank top that hugs her body. She is dressed in fitted combat combat fatigues and boots. And she has, of course, a pistol holstered on her side and then a large serrated blade on the other. Her hands are wrapped in bandages. And she has got very thin black frames that hide her eyes. And next to her is a very lanky gentleman with long wavy hair that reaches right past his shoulders and it is tied up barely so he's got a scruffy beard that reaches almost to his chest and he's got what can only be described as a cut up and broken nose he wears pretty much the same attire as her except for him there is a trench coat that drags almost down to his knees with a giant katana that hangs on his back. He wears the same frames and they are both unflinching, unmoving. They are literal stone. One of them, the woman, sits like this, standing and sizing all of you up without moving. Her head just swivels left to right. And she looks to Ayla and she says, Seven, you're alive. You love to see it. 
I'm just gonna goofily just shake my head at her. Who are, uh, I, I heard you made friends. You, friends, imagine that. <laughs> I don't mean it in a bad way. Come on, don't make that face. You know we don't have time for friendship. Someone Daddy here it. is always making us kill everybody. I'm just gonna giggle because this is our usual back and forth. Um, I'm just gonna introduce everyone. Uh, this is Aliastar. This is Solus. This is Kara. This is Lance. Just for short term, but this is everyone I've brought in. I'm gonna Hello, try to. I'm never gonna see again. <laughs> I'm still gonna try to reach forward and uh, I'm gonna stick my hand out. See if she'll put her hand in mine, and I'm gonna do a little bow. I'm just gonna sit back and just watch what happens, because I know what usually happens. I would split you like firewood, boy. Take your hand back. Ah, maybe I'll get the chance to get to see that in action sometime, and I go back. Mm. That would not end well for you, but maybe. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I seem to have a thing with fire recently, so... You're not usually her oh, type, yeah? Solace. Trust. <laughs> yeah, usually they end up with broken bones and all that. Ah, so, know. a good time. I've been with the Brewer too before. <clears throat> Number three chuckles a little bit. But doesn't say much. And, of course, the man of the hour speaks. I see your uh, your horniness does you credit, Shadow. Yes, well, we all have to cling to our humanity somehow, right? Ah. Failed attempts at seducing women are yours. I love to see it. It's fine. I Maybe one day, you know? I'm onto something. Maybe one night. They say 100% of the shots you don't take are 100% misses. So, you know. Precisely. Carry on, soldier. He I'm, I'm just blood around. Yes. While he's doing that, I'm just gonna stare at him like, why? Why, why are you encouraging this? <laughs> Not saying it, but like he knows what I'm saying through the eyes. Because he when does this with three all the time. When that interaction is done, <laughs> I'm just going to uh, go ahead and curtsy before him. Dobre vietcher. Sinesh. He blinks twice and he goes, I was alive during the Cold War. I didn't like them then, and I don't like them now, but I appreciate your politeness. And the language never hurt anyone. That is actually not true, but you are too young to understand that. It'll be fine. You'll be alive long enough to see. The power of words to people such as us can kill you as easily as a dagger can. Or do you forget how quickly you almost damned Roman in court by simply applying the correct amount of verbal pressure? Yeah, my words aren't made to stab people. Perhaps others are, but mine aren't. That's what all Toreadors say, but I appreciate the gesture, ma'am. Pleasure to make your acquaintance again, Seneschal. Likewise, Mr. Giovanni, the rare addition to our most... Strange, Coterie. And you, gentlemen, why are you so quiet? He says to Lance. I don't know, I'm just, uh... Admiring your, uh... 
your wannabe throne room. Like, what's the go? Here. Wannabe? Do you see a throne here, good sir? Might as well be one, mate, Mr. Blue Blood. Well, it is true that my sire and his sire before him and his sire before him and yes, his sire before him were kings. Now, we are of the American school of thought where domination does not come from a throne, but it comes from what you can do for your people. Of course, they must do for you as well. And thus, this is not a throne, good sir. It is merely what you would call the top. The top of everything. The top of money, power, respect. Something I'm sure your people are quite fond of too. Well, it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance again. Likewise, good sir, likewise. I hear you have some very lofty aspirations within our organization. Ambition is just uh, a certain curse of mine. We'll see how that goes. Yes, we will. And who more... Hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? Who more fit than I to put you right on that perch you're looking to be on? We will see. We will see indeed. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're here because things have happened. You are, of course, one Coterie member down. That is not by accident. No, certainly not by choice. The Lady Zahara, trusted advisor to the prince, as trusted as these lunatics can be, she foresaw something. Of course, it was of great cost to me to learn what it was, but I have nonetheless learned. There is trouble brewing here. Very unfortunate trouble we thought we saw leave us when the Gehenna War began. It is your, uh, your friends, ex-friends, you may say, your old acquaintances. He likes to tell us and laughs. They are indeed back, and they are back with a vengeance. They want their city, they want their palanquin into the Southern American region, and they will end at nothing to take it. And of course, they want traitors like you even more than they want us. So I've heard. Are you ready to murder your old friends? For the Camarilla? I'm ready to do a lot more than that to them. And I just look at Lance and nod. Yeah, I'm ready. These guys are lost. The Sword of Cain failed. I've been alive for almost a century. And this is the first time I hear somebody of your faction say that. Oh, they say that with time, everything changes. Boy, were they, were they right. That is not to be said, of course, that there is no reward in putting down the enemy. Prince St. Germain is, despite being French, which, as you can see, I have no problem with, is not a pacifist. And 
blood and honor is very well rewarded in this court. She comes from the lineage of Prince Francois Vallon, and he as well was the kind of man, is the kind of man, to reward loyalty and service. The more you kill, the more you get. Put it like that. There are, of course, things expected of you. Doing your duty is not something we give hmm, trophies for. It is expected. But excelling in the line of duty is definitely awarded. And to that we come to the next topic. Your domain. I have rubbed hands with your sire, Mr. Giovanni, in many a business venture. And we found it optimal to provide you with land by the water, seeing as you're a businessman and uh, these two may have some strange feeding tastes. There is no shortness of violence, robberies, and murder in Miami Beach that go hidden in the night. And there is, of course, no shortage of drug addicts and high fashion, rich, pretentious snobs. So I think you will find that all of you will be well fed, except for you, my child. But we have come to an arrangement for that as well. You will be taking, for now, two blocks on Ocean Drive. And they encompass hotels, which are ample ways of feeding yourself without noticing. Don't leave a trail of bodies. Don't leave a trail of tourists. Do not eat the rich. Maybe their hooker companions are fine. Blood bags with a PhD taste much better than your college friends who eat macaroni and cheese every week. Toreador. But I am a man of taste and I understand taste. So if you would like to eat the poor, there's plenty of those walking around Miami Beach as well. I don't think she is as, um, well, learned to the tastes of kindred so far. So it's something we're working on. You'll get there. You'll get there. I'm going to um, nudge Ayla and be like, what? I said I was hungry. I was using blush of life all this week. <laughs> I'm going to lightly pinch him and just like look at one of the, because usually there's one or two people at least around that are waiting for any command ever. So I'm going to ask and beckon one of them over. So at your sides, there are, of course, two older gentlemen, one on each side, and they are the full attire. They have the white hat, the, the white gloves with the coattails and the button prim and everything like that. And they are, of course, on their hands carrying cups. They are cups of what you would call whiskey cups with thick red liquid sitting warm. And they, of course, catch on to Ayla's subtlety, and one of them approaches, and he says, Mom? And he nods down the tray, 
and offers, and of course, a glass to all of you. And I'm gonna show him like, here's your food. <laughs> How many do do I need to um, knock down three hunger? Or I'm at hunger three, so two. Um, jeez. Um, you could probably Just knock down grab two cups. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you could knock down two cups. Yeah, I'm just gonna grab two, and I'm. You know what? I'm not even gonna be subtle with it. I don't give a fuck. I'm no, I'm, I see him doing this and be like, I look at him like. And I'm still. You're stepping just... on very expensive rugs, so I would be very careful what you do. All right, I uh, was about to double fist him. Just a point of order, a question. Uh, what hunger are the rest of us on? <laughs> you have all one. begun. You So, multiple weeks have passed. We are assuming that you are not beggars and you have all fed. We know for sure Lance is fed, if the shorts okay. are to be believed. <laughs> same with... Same I'm with Star. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, that being said, you're all at hunger... You know, and of course, because Solus Tenebrae was part of a deadly excursion, he is exempt to this boon you are being given at the start of the season. I'm a busy boy. Okay, so instead we're, of- we're at hunger zero then or one? Because you didn't say zero or one. Did I roll for it? I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna be generous. <laughs> if I roll over six, you're hunger zero. If I roll under six, you're hunger one. Nine! You're at hunger zero starting this season. Beautiful. Alright, I'm gonna double fist good rolls. Yeah. both okay, of these. Back, uh, back to staring at Solus. I'm gonna double fist <laughs> both these glasses. Be careful not to spill anything, but still take both in my mouth at the same time. Finish them. <laughs> and then put them down and just wipe my lips. Damn, I needed that. Thank you. I'm just Number gonna look at the servant. I'm gonna be like, thank you. Number three looks down and he pulls his glasses a little bit and he goes. I'm just gonna grab Damn. it. Damn. Seven. Like, Swirl it around. Swirl it around and taste it just to enjoy the the, the taste, taste that comes along with it. What you couldn't, what you can taste that Solus didn't get to enjoy is that <laughs> there is a sweet hint of eighteen-year-old single malt scotch. It's a strong hint, flavorful, it's strong, earthy tones, and you can tell that the blood is of pedigree. Oh, that number is three, delicious. Looks over and he oh, said, number three you. looks over to you as, as you compliment and he says, you should teach your homeless friend here to uh, have some manners. Look, don't worry, I like it too. That's actually my favorite for the night. I don't think you need to be surprised by this, but you're not the first person to tell me that. Look, like I said, it's a it's a new clothing brand I'm working on. The, the tattered kind. I plan on making more next in a few nights, I believe. I'm just gonna stare him down. He he nudges to just number two on the shoulder and he says, Was that the homeless chic you were talking about? Is that what that looks like? Yeah, I got some inspiration from Kanye. Shout out to him. Who? Don't worry. Then they say confused. <laughs> In any case, Arthur says quite graciously, there are quite a few things we need to engage on. 
One of them being your friendliness with the Anarchs. There is one thing you children need to understand. Word travels fast. If you think you're alone, you're not. If you think you're being slick, you're not. If you think you are getting away with murder, four people know what you did. There is a reason why Otavio told you to keep your mouth shut, Miss Kara, when you were so brazenly wishing to speak about the massacre at the Chantry in Elysium of all places. I know the court is new to most of you, but not everybody is a friend and not everybody has your best interest at heart. Let's take for example this slaughter. The last kindred seen walking out were all of you. And who is not to say that you were the ones who caused this murder? Who is not to then frame you and put a blood hunt on your heads to gain and curry favor? Do you see the problem here? Yeah. It is very important that you keep your mouths shut. Now, that being said, I won't preface this warning and then tell you, come to me with all your worries. I am the Seneschal, and I have a duty to the court, but my duty is to the Camarilla, not the Prince. I would bid you to speak to Khan, and then come to me, should anything be of note. You already know my child is doing the same. In case it wasn't obvious by the way she goes through phones. And things will only get more dangerous from now on. The Anarchs began their assault last week. They killed two of ours in cold blood. Over what they don't know are the initial bearings of a Sabbat incursion into Miami. And this is how they operate. They make people fight each other for the cause until both sides are weak and they launch in a blood haze. I'm sure both of you know this tactic very well. I've heard of your Overlord, Mr. Lance, in Australia. And he was not a pretty one. What do you know of, uh, of Armand? I am great friends with Fiorenza. And I know more than you think. Your man was reported to be dead. But you shadows are very crafty. So I wouldn't put quite stock into it. Australia is not Mexico, and we are not burning cardinals by the pound. However, we do have full control of America, and a few of your comrades you will be seeing very soon. 
consider that a free favor. Watch your back as they are not coming to join you. Why here of all cities? Isn't DC more contested? Aren't there other cities that are more contested than this? Nobody cares about the capital at the moment. They care about the major hubs of power. They care about the launching pads. New York, Los Angeles, Dallas. They care about Miami as the palanquin into the Southern American territories. Mexico City. Even though Fiorenza has a deadlock on Mexico City and those peasantly Sabat have tried, they are all finding themselves greeting the sun. She is the one who is leading the defense on this, more so than Prince St. Germain. And you can expect a call from her very soon. If you are deemed with such a call, know that it is not given lightly. And it will come with a test. I pray you are able to pass it. That being said, you are to limit your interactions with the Anarchs for the coming weeks, if not months. I will not lift a finger to stop any accusations that come your way should they deem you liable for any associations. You will be charged guilty immediately. It is paramount that we keep the Camarilla strong in the coming nights. He receives a phone call and it rings loudly. He looks to it, he attempts to ignore it. It is time for my 10 p.m. You may go. The gentleman at the floor, Edward, he will present you with paperwork, keys, and a couple of phones that will allow you to take control of your new domain. You are now the proud owners of three hotels in South Beach. Do not disappoint me. My money, vast as it may be, is not free. And I dare say Mr. Giovanni, the elder, feels the same way. Please excuse yourselves and have a lovely evening. You as well. Thank you. I'm going to nod and lead everyone out. That way we can get to one of the conference rooms downstairs. You go down to the elevator. And Edward is, of course, patiently waiting, almost as if telepathically. He nods to you over to a nondescript door where there is a load of paperwork. And he has all of you sign repetitiously. You sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. You all, of course, I would imagine, do so. Mm. <clears throat> yes, yes, I you saw take notice that your names are not actually on these papers. These are fake names. And they have provided you with identities. 
as a favor from the prince. I mean, from the Seneschal. Yeah, I provided you with one dot in um, mask. This dot is simply a holder in public for you to move along and survive. Yes. If some of us already have like a mask, does that then add on to you can what's add already to there? another? You can have another mask. You can have multiple masks. You can okay. have multiple identities. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like the Malkavian, except not as crazy. <laughs> so, that being said, <clears throat> Edward nods to you all and he says, I hope your new places are of your enjoyment they are i wouldn't say quaint is the word but they're definitely something one of them specifically you now receive a call alistar and it rings loudly the <sighs> ringtone of course is dean martin when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie rings kind of loudly and edward can't help but chuckle as he hears your ringtone <laughs> excuse me for a moment take it out and i'll answer it hello oh my boy hello there you just met with the Seneschal, am I correct? Yes, sir. Your next stop is here, the College University of Medicine, I guess now. Miller School of Medicine, downtown. Don't be late. Time frame? The next 30 minutes. I should. have to talk. The phone hangs up, and of course, you now know you have to get to the next mm. big key player as soon as possible. <clears throat> uh, friends, I would recommend we move my um, sire would like a word. Oh, friends. Hold on a moment. I want to talk to. Ayla about something and Lance turns to Ayla. I mean, where are we? Are we still in this conference room? Yes. And is that that fella still around or? Edward is a ghoul and he doesn't care what you have to say. He took the paperwork and he got out. He's, of course, giving Miss Ayla the privacy she deserves befitting her station. Lance, Lance approaches Ayla. Listen, Ayla. I'm a little bit on the fence here. You, know, you gotta help me understand here. Like your uh, your cynical fella upstairs. He wants us to go to him now instead of the prince. Like what's going on? I'm not totally sure either. But keep in mind, he above most other people will have like he said, our best interests at heart. Yeah, but like, just so, help me understand here, like, because 
as far as I understand, well, I mean, from my history lessons, Spinosaurs don't really have much power in the court of the Camarilla. How much power does he really have? Remember, it's not just power in the Camarilla. It's money and power he has outside of that as well. I'm not sure. I don't ask. But given where I've seen just some of his fingers dig into in this city and others, I wouldn't be surprised if he had more control than what he's letting on. You reckon it'd be more control than our, than our current premier? I don't know. Again, these are questions I don't bother to ask. We're that close, does, but he is still my boss. That does lead me to a question. Do you think he would be open for a business arrangement? Well, what kind of business arrangement do you have? My boss oh. and business arrangements? Something mutually exclusive that maybe he could look at with the child of my sire, who he's also done business with as well. The second you say, I have a plan, or I have a business proposition around him, he turns into a child. Yes, I think he'd be willing. <laughs> Well, I would love to talk about it with him then at some point. Perhaps this is outside. this is why I'm a little confused, okay? Because you've got two well, I I excuse me, no disrespect, but I think the Cynosol is a weak title from what I've understood. But you've got two right and left hands of the current premier in the same room without the premier in sight. What's going on out there? Just goes to show there aren't any sides here. It's just people who's going to help you and people who won't. I'm going to learn that that's the way that is for most things. Again, I don't ask questions. I just deal with what I'm told and have a general idea of survival. <laughs> but as far as I know, he is one of the ones that will kind of keep our best interest at hand. And then the people around him. Remember, if the people around him start dropping his money drops. So it's in his best interest to kind of take care of everyone. Again, that's that. I don't know. I don't ask. With, with you Camarilla felt people here, it's always, here's this for this, that for that. I mean, Solus and I, we already know uh, companions of ours are coming to the city, yet he gives it to us like as if it's a free uh, gesture. Like, I, so odd how this uh, Camarilla of yours just works like that. While this is happening, I'm just going to be handing the glass over to Kara to try the blood. <laughs> and then while they're doing that, I'm going to explain that him giving us things is an investment in us. While he cares about me as a person, he doesn't know the rest of you, but you are all clearly a good investment for him. And he is a businessman at heart, so. You know, I don't engage in conspicuous consumption. Just try it and enjoy it, okay? While this is happening, I'm just staring blank into space because politics are the last thing on my mind after what happened. I'm not even paying attention, to be honest. <laughs> Your phone buzzes again, Alistar. I believe it's and time to go. Next. And I need to go. 
uh, regardless if you all come with me, but I would love for you to be there as that it was what was requested. All so, right, I'm good. <laughs> we have this conversation perhaps in my car. I'm going to follow, but I'm going to be like really close to Aliasar because I'm going to like start whispering over to him just to, you know, give him a, a good warning. I'm going to I'm going to tug on Solus's cardigan just a little bit just to get him to like snap out of it and come with us. It's homeless sheep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll go, I'm like, going. Hey, listen. Um yeah. when you know, the Malkavian was with us. We went out and, um, you know how she is. We got involved in something bad. Um, and your sire ended up saving us and I accused him of being there at a rather odd time. What's the, what's the problem? Your sire might think me to be rude, and I do not know how to rectify that, and I want to say I'm sorry. I would start it with that, because chances are, and I know you, you were probably rude. So, with an awareness, please. Yes. <laughs> Five. Wait, who's Five. doing the what's an awareness? Four. All of you, with oh, an awareness, okay. please. Oh, okay. oh, no, I still don't give a fuck. <laughs> For once, I had the lower score. <laughs> Wits and awareness, please. Oh my fuck! No, Bruh. Lance, it's like I swear to God, if I fail another roll in which my dice pool is amazing at, I'm going to fucking. Also, <laughs> having Demetrius pull the car up. Yeah. Part of me just wants to lean over, but like, she sassed him, not me. <laughs> I didn't actually say it, so I just want to say it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's the deal. As you exit, this is a basic check. As you exit, you catch from the corner of your eye the one, the only, Nanette. Nanette is entering through the other. So you guys came from one hallway of elevators. She is walking to the other. And next to her is a man. You swear this dude is a giant. He must be he must be seven feet tall. And he is buff. He is shredded buff. And he is perfectly manicured with a military cut above his head. He's wearing a suit that seems a little too old for this time frame. It's it's definitely high fashion. But you would think it's maybe a hundred years old. It's got an Edwardian cut on it, and it's, he's wearing different textures and different colors. And he looks over to all of you, and he stops. And Nanette looks over, wondering why she why he stopped, and manages to get a glimpse of all of you. And she looks at Solus, and she goes, "Um." I'm gonna wave back and then I'm gonna look at Alistar and Lance. So I'm gonna be like, and then I'm just gonna step back from the group and I'm gonna walk up over. To... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk out the door. Told you, yeah. you can't do that, even though. Yeah, I'm, I'm walking out the door and I said, but yeah, but, but uh oh, the gentleman doesn't wait. 
and he continues to walk and they catch the elevator going up that Edward has held for them. And just as you're about to make it, the elevator door shuts closed. I'm going to walk over there and like pinch the back of, not his neck, but like the back of his little cloak. I'm like, okay, come on, lover boy. No, 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 no. I'm going to grab the both of them. Like, okay, let's go. We are, we are on a schedule. Let's move. God. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna start quick walking like I do not know them and I do not know what's going on behind me. I am disassociating from this. Into the vehicle. Everybody mounts into the vehicle. And it of course takes off to the Miami Miller School of Medicine, which is a brand new renovated building that the Giovanni have so graciously sank their funds into. We are opening our scene outside of the Miami Miller School of Medicine, which is a real building, by the way. <clears throat> you are, of course, greeted by the feeling in my eyeball when I see that. <clears throat> You're of course greeted by the ballet staff at the Miami Miller School of Medicine, which it didn't used to have ballet staff, but of course, when certain people move into the neighborhood, certain accoutrements must be added to the lifestyle. <clears throat> the ballet staff looks Knocks, of course, into the window for Demetrius. And Demetrius lowers the window and he says, We're here to see the boss, Mr. Giovanni. And the valet staff goes, Which Giovanni? Demetrius, never missing a beat, of course, says, If you need ask. And... Without skipping a beat, the valet nods and goes, One of the spots is open for you guys up front. <clears throat> Please go right ahead. Demetrius, I'll have you stay with the car, because to be quite frank, if I'm not safe here, I'm not safe anywhere. Yes, sir. That's not a problem. Thank you. I'll be waiting here patiently. Should you need anything, you already know, of course. Of course. <clears throat> and before we go in there, Solus, please do not uh, start crying in the lobby. And why would I? Oh. I don't know why you were crying the last time, but this it, isn't... It was one of those This is my sires. I apologize for that. Maybe if... I know you type, so maybe if you could pass me uh, some type of cigar in there to calm me down. I'm sure we'll have one. In fact, I think I have one in the car. Oh, and I'll, I'll pull out it. a cigar from the car and just hand it to him. And I'll take <laughs> out my lighter. Hmm. Oh boy, I said I need one. Here we go. Better no, not be TOS. <laughs> Better be a regular cigarette. Um, and then I will just... That's TOS in California, so it's fine. True. Uh... <laughs> just open the door and hop out. Also, uh, arrange the meeting with um, 
uh, Garota and uh, Bambi and Thumper delivery. Sir, yes, I'll have them waiting here when you're done with Mr. Giovanni. Ah, thank you. It always gets very weird, you know, calling you all by the same last name. It's, uh, it's a family, Demetrius. It's a family. Yes, that, that I did glean, sir. And then I'll, uh, head on in. So you guys are, of course, greeted by the <clears throat> bottom floor of the School of Medicine. It is just like a regular campus. And there are people still at this hour, of course, leaving their late classes or any sort of research that they have to be doing by this time, whatever it may be. <clears throat> and you see a lot of white robes, a lot of rather white coats. This is a school of medicine, which caters to many fields. That being said, you of course see a lot of um, people in suits, a lot of people in black suits. They're not necessarily dressed up to the nines. They are more casual, more um, business casual, more low key. But you can tell that they're they're not necessarily part of the campus, but they do their best to fit in. Some more paler than others. And all of them have a badge on hand. The first one that approaches you is somebody you recognize, Alistar. It's Lucio. Lucio is one of your cousins. He's not one of your smart cousins. He's one of the ones that probably did algebra twice or three times in high school. But you know, family's family and they all need a job. Why not be a flunky? I'll just walk up to him and I'll just be like, Ciao, Cugino. And I'll just go up and I'll kiss him on both cheeks. Primo. He's one of the ones that isn't really Italian. He's, he, he, he makes his Spanish with French and Italian, sometimes trying to be a little European, but he tries a little too hard and it just comes off as de classe. <clears throat> he gives you the kiss on both cheeks and he says, I hear... Uncle MG is uh is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. What'd you do this time, huh? You got some you got some new shit on your sleeves you didn't share with the rest of the family? Well, you know we're always trying to grow, and uh you'll hear about it come the next family meeting as normal. Primo, get me the fuck out of here. If I have to spend <laughs> one more night with these fucking uppity college students. They haven't given you something? Security. Se- mm. Security. Come on. Me? Me. Fucking We've all paid our dues. Me? We've all paid our dues. Yeah, but look at you. You're fucking broads and running ho- hotels and clubs and shit. And, and I'm here guarding Billy at 9 o'clock. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, sorry. come on with me. I know, I know you haven't, you haven't been to the uh well i know you've been here before but uh you know the the big m he got a he got that floor done the one that can't be found on the elevator it's yeah. finally finished it's 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 something i'll tell you show Come me on. around yeah and i'll go forward yeah, yeah, you're gonna like what we got packing over here he nods your way up and you guys go up to the the way that the Miller School of Medicine is, is there's a lot of ramps that go back and forth because the building is modern it's a modern architecture 
and there are hanging gardens and they allow you to see out to the view as well as having an open sort of design an open custom design right and um let's see so i can give you guys in the audience something to look at because it's actually quite a nice building Here you go, non-copyright and free for the clicking. <laughs> Very open end. Really gonna make me get my phone. And actually, this is a uh, this is that is the oh oh yeah that is the old one actually. Sorry, let me um because I like to provide people with something good to see. Giving more for solace to edit when he pressed photo of the YouTube video. This is the newer one right here. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the view. Mm. Pretty. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Giovanni, don't do poor stuff, okay? I never no. insinuated such. <clears throat> In any case, back to the task at hand. <clears throat> you were led to a series of elevators because the ramps are for poor people <laughs> or for those who want to be active <laughs> your way and Lucio's of course making conversation with with Alistar and he's not really paying the rest of you much attention because he doesn't know who you are and the Giovanni are pretty insular It's at this moment that the elevator doors open. And who lies before you? None other than Mr. Russia himself, Alexei. Alexei is perfectly manicured, as a man of his stature would be. He's got his, he's got a V-neck shirt that gives way to his chiseled muscles and the tattoos that linger all over his body. <clears throat> which you know him to not be a fan of tattoos and catches you a little strange. He's got, of course, his night coat, his uh, black trousers and monk strap shoes. And he is not alone. In fact, oh, let's see. Let's let's roll this. Um, Give me intelligence and... Give me intelligence and insight. Can I add my spec motivations for that or no? No, not okay. for this. I'm gonna rouse. <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. I will... Willpower. Because, why not? And... Three. That's the most I got. <laughs> I only have three to begin Four, with. Four, five. Mr. Les, what did you get? Three. So, it may be... What'd you get, Solus? You guys are trash tonight. This is my... I should have been doing combat tonight. I should have been killing y'all. <laughs> Okay. Hey, I've only got three in those points in general. I got the highest I could roll. I'm all for it. We should have kept the intro going. 
I got a good four, so... So, this is the deal. It may be because you are an attentive man. It may be because Marciano taught you to never let details escape your grasp. But... A voice rings in the back of your head. And it is the Malkavian's voice. And you remember that she saw a woman with blue hair. Waist length blue hair. And she was standing next to Alexi. She was kissing Alexi, in fact. And it is this same woman that you well, you you can't you don't you can't be sure. But she fits the description. She's got long blue hair reaching down to her hips. She's got a piercing in the center of her lip. She's got, of course, the wingtip eyeshadows. Very pale skin. <clears throat> and she is wearing a gown. That looks, once again, a little too old for modernity. It looks like she comes from a different age. But it's still adorns her very um, physically adept body well. She looks sculpted. She looks as if a a Roman sculptor had brought one of their creations to life. She is Venus. She is Athena. She is marble given flesh. And she is hanging on the arm of Alexei. Alexi dead stares all of you, except for the Giovanni, who he has met prior. I walk up. Alexi, it's good to see you again. No, go up it's to shake his hand. It's a pleasure to see you again as well. I didn't expect you find here. And who's your friend, if I, you don't mind me asking? Yes, I had uh, some business with your sire, as it were. He's, uh, he's a very kind man, Marciano. He, he knows how to make a good deal. Yes. And this... Well, I'll let her introduce herself. She looks up. With that, uh, like, introduction, I'll hold out my hand to her and, like, Alistair Giovanni. I am Eliana. It is nice to meet you. Pleasure, Eliana. She shakes her hand. You are Clan Giovanni, yes? Yes. I am Clan Simitsi. Hmm. Uh, allow me to introduce my coterie, and I'll turn and uh, introduce Lance, Solus, Ayla, and Carly. Sizes you all up and down politely. It is a pleasure to meet you all. I am Eliana. I come from Romania. A long way from home. Home is where the heart is, they say. And she looks up to Alexi, and Alexi looks down and nods to her. That being said, America has its charms. You know. Free food everywhere. Not as many Sabat incursions. It's very difficult when you are Autarkis. I'm gonna walk up to her and again reach out my hand for her hand and do a little bow. 
She takes your hand and she gives you a firm shake and she says, It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Solas. You are clan what, exactly? Of the shadows. And I just heard the clan you were hailing from. I've heard the number of things that your type can do. Yes, and none of them pleasant. So they seem to say, but uh, we like to So they seem to say. Exactly. What's a little pleasure without pain, yes? Indeed, indeed. Lance is gonna go up, move up to Kara, put my, I'm gonna have my back to them, and I'll place my hand on her shoulder just as comfort. <laughs> Alexi notices this, and he can't help but smile. And, of course, Eliana doesn't really miss a beat, and she looks up and she says, sort of whispers and you can use your um your your heightened senses. senses wit yeah your heightened senses if you want to listen to what she's saying i want to do heightened senses it's kind of in her face it's kind of in your face anyway she says is, is she the one is she the uh the the, the scary toriador and she goes yes she is indeed the one you know, we all need to have played things to make eternity pass by. Excuse me, Bonnie. With the idea of eternity passing by, unfortunately, I am due for a meeting with uh, Marciano. Yes, so I've heard that he is expecting you. I too shall expect you very soon, Mr. Giovanni. We have something to talk about regarding Mika. I agree. I look forward to it. Yes, uh, I do. You have my number? Perhaps we can uh, schedule something. Tonight. I will see you later on. Mika, that's the one that that really likes me there, right? (laughs) Alexi kind of giggles a little bit and he says, (laughs) For a shadow, you are definitely a weird one. I would have pegged you for a Toreador the way you like to put your little friend in everybody's hands. As I have said. We all have to keep our humanity somehow. He looks down at him and he says, If you ever want to make it bigger, I won't charge you a major boon. (laughs) I don't think I'll need it, but I appreciate it anyway. And as they walk forward, Eliana gets close to you. And she says, That is a very dark road you're going through, my friend. I'd be very careful ominously and proceeds to walk off Wait, to, with Alexa. that was to Solus to Solus directly uh, uh, oh, okay. you, and, and, you wanna try oh to my hear fucking god <laughs> you wanna try to hear it you guys wanna try to hear what she said it's up to you that's perception or rather not perception that's um wits and and awareness okay I wanna try as well. if we're doing it then yeah everybody's like I need to know <laughs> Possible initial failure for whatever that's worth, but if the role is a success, yo, look at her eyes. She's so determined. She's like, it's <laughs> down to like one willpower before we even get anywhere. <laughs> Five, six, four. Okay, so the, she was close. It was a whisper. You're all together. It's at three. You hear her tell Solas the road he's going down on is a very dangerous and lonely one. I'm gonna use. You sense try to sense the sin on her. Yeah. Oh, should I rouse? Every time I use this, and never, I'm aroused. 
<laughs> I like how we just learned something that we kind of already assume about Solus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen. Look at all those dimes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say chickens. <laughs> Look at all them chickens. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all those chicken <laughs> One, two, and I get hungry. I'm gonna I'm gonna willpower take oh, no. so long to get to these two, two damn three, meetings. Four, five, six. I just want to talk to my side. I know. I, had, uh, I wasn't a petty bitch this time. Six. <laughs> you got what? Seven. <laughs> and I got hungry. <laughs> it's always by a margin of four. <laughs> Sense of sin allows you to notice what a weakness from the enemy. Better be a damn good one for once. You got a margin of one, bro. Okay, it's more than just a weakness, though. If you read it, it's not. <laughs> it can be, can be in a certain way. It doesn't have to be a weakness. Is what I'm saying. I've read you that see... book too, brother. I know what you... <laughs> you gain a vision, and it is of Eliana. In a land that doesn't seem familiar to you. Shame on you. And what you can see is that she's there. The demon lady that you saw. If only in passing, only in a glimpse, but she doesn't look the same as when you saw her. She looks different without all the decay without all the death without all the grime on her face and that's all you get to see before you flash the fuck back that grime kind of made her hot though but alright you need help (laughs) anyway Lucio notices the time is ticking and he goes yo cousin he's not gonna like it come on excuse me Eliana, it was a pleasure meeting you. It's a pleasure seeing you again, Alexei, and I look forward to talking to you later tonight, and I'll walk past. Let us go, Eliana. We are done dealing with these people. Can I go outside? And they just cold shoulder. <laughs> I will literally grab you by the by the back of the neck. It's not for what you <laughs> drag think, you okay. with me. Um, if I see him, uh I will say something if I see him veer off. Yeah, it... I'm doing it. I'm gonna keep on walking. Lucio makes it deadly obvious that all of you need to get in the elevator yep. now. So keep on. Do okay. not disrespect me, and do not disrespect my sire here. I look back at the door. And I look back again. I'm like, <sighs> another night, and I oh the pain, the oh the pain. <laughs> Little does he know, Aelith's willing to just pick him up and eat. <laughs> that is the verb now, to eat. Into not the to elevator. throw, to eat. That's new SAT word, everyone. <laughs> anyway, continuing on. You are, of course, you see, you see um, the gentleman, Lucio, make a machination of buttons on the elevator pad. He presses one, then another, then another one, and then he presses one twice like that, same time. And suddenly, you stop, 
not quite at the 13th floor not quite at the 12th floor right in between and the door opens it is very obvious this place is made secret because it is built or rather it is decored with very Italian Renaissance taste. You can tell their uh, villa feeling is very prominent as you walk into the secret loggia of the Giovanni. At either side of the elevators, there are people dressed somewhat similar to Alistar, though of course less ostentatious, less pricey. <clears throat> And they are very quiet and unflinching. They don't pay you mind. To your right and to your left, there are Ottomans and there are rugs and there are, of course, different people clad in suits walking around, making busy, as you could call it. And it is sort of the greeting room of the loggia, of the entire floor. You are led by Lucio down a path, and he's describing where he's like, "Hey, yeah, he put a so he put a fucking blood fountain over here. It's fucking crazy, this fucking guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, I gotta take you there. And then we've oh, yeah. got the fucking, uh, we've got the fucking that room to do the thing. You know, the thing that he showed mm -hmm. us last time. I think you'll like it because you've been oh, experimenting yeah. with that shit. And, and that's where it pulls yeah. the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking great. Think, imagine that in a fucking you know, medical college. He knows how to pick them, that's for sure. Yeah, we're doing this blood drive thing where we're fucking giving these fucking people like money for their blood and fucking great. It's easy, fantastic. Yeah, we take a couple of them. You know, if they're very important, we'll just take them and yeah, we'll put them in there. Save he's them got for a, later. He's got a little blood bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking great. <clears throat> the smell of death to say the least, is pungent here. Oh, the smell of home. carcasses and rotting flesh, the smell of dirt, it's very at present. And you can tell it's being tried, it's being pushed back ever so slightly by a different amount of sense. But it's there. You know what carry-on smells like. You've all smelled dead things before. You reach Grand double doors they are all black with large g's imprinted in the center and he pulls at the handles and welcomes you to a private office it looks like a ceo's office it's very formal earthy tones a lot of greens a lot of browns you know, there's a lot of um, gold-laden things lying around, a lot of occult objects, a lot of ancient books, and a lot of books with years on them. Which you can only guess are journals of some sort. Would I recognize any of these occult books? Or anything that'd be interesting to me? Occult and intelligence. And while he's doing this, before we like make it to a thing, I'm just gonna be Lucio. Before we go, try and find me. And uh, well, actually, here I'll just hand him my number. Um, 
actually, no, I'll ask for his number. Try and find me before I leave. Give me your number. And I'll try and give you a job that will give you some uh, notice. Oh, fuck yes. Elders. Please, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Of course. He gleams happily. He got a six. Nice. So I got it's a not three, by the way. I'm, I'm also looking at him. Oh, shit. Okay. We got all the journalists tonight. <laughs> it's very obvious that these are a lot of these are cult books. They are witchcraft books. They are grimoires. They are ancient. They are very, very old. Some probably even precede him in his age. You notice this, even with rudimentary understanding, Lance, as well. You notice this. You know this. You've seen this before. You've seen it in your in, in your Kaldunic friends. You know what they are. <clears throat> the man is, of course, there is a smell, well, smell and sight of smoke coming from his desk as a Big cigar is lit on the side, and he is also writing rather, um, he's writing away rather laboriously, and he looks up as the doors open, and he raises his hands, my boy, how are we? He stands up and he grabs you and he does the kiss mm. on the side, the other kiss mm. on the other side, and a big warm hug. I see you've brought your friends with you. This is lovely. Of course. Hello, dear children. I'm gonna nod and say, how are you? Hello. It's nice to meet you. Good evening. And I'm gonna like courtesy towards him. I'm going to say, oh, greetings, man. the father of my cut friend. He looks to all of you, and then he looks to Lance expectantly, as if manners are being missed here. I'll just bow. Better than what I did. <clears throat> I see the keepers are not much for words. It's fine. <laughs> I like your people. We get really well. We get along really well in Benizia, or we used to before turned into a shithole. My friends, my child. I trust. Oh, I'm not sure how much Mister McIntyre has let on, but I trust you understand that you were not together by chance but by choice and please take a seat he turns around and he moves around back to his desk and he whistles very loudly and of course the doors open again and and man who's built like an Italian sofa, lumpy, stuffed and oversized, comes in with two trays of cups of blood and he offers it to you guys on the spot and he says Mr. Giovanni says, please, please help yourselves. It's all free and it's all for you. I'll take a cup. 
Same thing as before, where I'll just be nursing it just for the taste. And I will literally grab one and I'll just give it to Kara and be like, This is the good stuff. Drugged and abused, the good stuff. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just going to look around the room. And just... mm-hmm. Not going. And as I'm handing her the glass, I'll just be like, you can apologize whenever you'd like. As I hear this, I'm just going to smirk just a little bit. And as I set my cup down, I'm going to kick my feet up on the table. Take out my... my Oh, Lord. Not my... My cigarette. I mean, cigar Mm. from earlier. And... I'm going to grab his ankles... And I'm going to very lightly, like. <laughs> While that display is happening, I'm going to apologize. But may I please, like, roll for it to be like more like eloquent sounding? <laughs> You're trying to roll for etiquette and courage. Oh, like I, I have like I mean I have um, Go ahead. I have well, a performance be, public speaking. Etiquette speaker. or performance? Yeah, it could be etiquette or performance or persuasion. I'll go with. Uh, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be real good. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. I have like seven. I like for once he doesn't fight against my moving his leg. <laughs> yeah, I just like I take just... his left, just like sit in the dentist, like just a light little pat pat, and just like I just okay. I just keep hitting it while I just glare at her. I don't even care. You know, I'm good. Marciano looks to Ayla and he says, "Well, I appreciate your politeness. It's totally fine." My place is your place. My house is your house. We understand that not everybody is raised with the same amount of, um, panache. So, we're welcoming to all kinds. I got seven on the crit. (laughs) Go ahead, I'm waiting. Okay, so I'm Not actually in character, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to stand up and I'm going to start talking. Um, excuse me, Mr. Giovanni. I would like to apologize for my behavior last night. It was unbecoming of me and of my clan to be so frank with you. There are no knowns and things that we know and things that we know that we don't know and things that we don't know that we know that we don't know. You were one of them that night. Your presence very much for a Toriador such as myself that gets very perturbed, it wasn't expected. Such generosity that you offered us that night, it was wrong of me to take that attitude and tone with you. All the animals that came out tonight and I was woefully unprepared. It was my fault to confuse your generosity and your show of kindliness as a need to make a foe. Please accept my sincerest apologies. You know, Kara. Sorry would have sufficed, but I like this. I like this. You have manners. They've taught you the meaning of a good apology. It's very important for you to know that. You'll be doing a lot of that in the Camarillo. Likakulos. Nah. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, yes, indeed. I'm not a fan of it myself, but... Unfortunately, things have, um... Progressed in a way that 
is dangerous to all of us. As you are well aware by the fact that you almost died a few nights ago. Yes, it is quite a shame that um, some of our kind have progressed to such a point where they are willfully kidnapping some of our own and taking them to abandoned places out in the middle of nowhere. It's so uncouth, to say the very least. However, as a kindred, I'm sure you know. Ayla? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> to all However, of you except Ayla, this is news to you. None of you have heard this before as she's saying it, by the way. As, as she's saying this, she say this, by the way, I'm just like doing the whole thing with my drink and I'm like, I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sure you know, there are animals out there, such as the ones we encountered that night. And. Unfortunately, we can't be too certain nowadays. I think you know the best that there really are no sides in here. Only people that will help you and people that won't. And that night, you were one of the few people that decided to help us. Thank you. I think you succeed that role. <laughs> well, dear child. If you must know, that animal you speak about, he's in the other room right now, being tortured half to death. Over and over and over again. It's a, it's a wonder what you can do when you can put somebody's soul back into their body. But torture is such over. an ugly word. Advanced interrogation tactics is what the American government uses. I, I like that word better. It sounds nicer. I like torture, because that is what we're doing to him. There is no interrogation. There is just blood. Just like your sheriff, I do so enjoy a good killing. And he uses that phrase quite freely. You understand, however, that that was the initial incursion of the Sabbat, correct? I had no idea beforehand that Duskborns were a part of the Sabbat. Oh, yes. They're, uh, they're a recent thing. Imagine that. Half vampires, feeling like they are part of the sect that hates anything that isn't so. It's Your sad, but we're now. Mm. He speaks to the two so the two ex about members. Your friends are all here now. <laughs> I believe McIntyre told you at length, or maybe not. He's not one for many words, even though he considers them favors. But. They are here, and while we take no sides, officially, that's not to be said that now my child stands before you as your friend and bloodmate. What is it? Coteries, they call it? I bet, did, did they give you a name? I bet they gave you a name. The Strangers. <laughs> Come on, what is this? What are you guys, an acting troupe? I think it sums us up Ooh. quite nicely, to be frank. Yeah, you all look a little painfully awkward, but it's it's fine. I come to you with a task. And to be honest, I don't know how much you're going to like it. I've done things I haven't liked before. 
Yeah, well, this isn't like banging your friend at the party. This is a bit more serious. We are choosing sides, to put it mildly. Only for now, and only because it's beneficial. Your friends at the circulatory system have decided to make their presence known. And it is believed that they are behind the murder at the beach. And the Camarilla has decided to mobilize against a few of them. Of course, this is, as your friend kindly puts it, advanced interrogation tactics that we will have to undergo. And the family's part in this? Purely beneficial. We cannot allow the Sabbat to ruin our interests at the moment. That's why I'm sending you personally at the behest of Mr. McIntyre. I will, of course, impart to you a boon because I am a generous man. Should you succeed. To you, ex-Sabat members, I ask you now, what have you heard of the Dustborn lighting themselves on fire through the sun in order to attack the kindred who sleep through the day? I look at Solus, and then I look back at, uh, and then I it's a it's a sort of ritual, as far as I understood, like a fire dance of sorts, a means of, uh, you know, becoming Sabbat. That's what I thought. Through Is it not? the day, though. Through the day? The Sabbat have rights where we fear no fire, no sunlight, and nothing at all. And if survived, gain great uh, status quo inside the Sabbat. It's Indeed. the meaning of being Sabbat. Many of us grow accustomed to the fire more than others. Hmm. Makes you wonder if you're not scared of the Rothschreck, what are you running from? But even so, the place you're going to is the asylum. I assume some of you lurk there, some of you eat there. And at the least one of you has a very negative experience with it. <clears throat> and also, bear in mind that you're being followed. And you will be followed once you leave here. Two black SUVs have been following you. Are the passengers attractive? As soon as you made in. <laughs> They are the type who will stake you and leave you out to meet the sun, Mr. Tenebrae. If that is what you find attractive, then by all means, go right ahead and uh, offer them your thing. Tasty. Or at least... That being said... <laughs> yes? No, never mind. Not what I heard from a friend. 
maybe not too tasty. So I, I'll refrain. That is the wise choice, I will say. I will offer you now this boon. In exchange for your successful capture of Mr. Bennett. Do expect pushback. This is not Emmerich. Bennett does have friends. Bennett knows people. And you cannot be seen publicly taking him away. We are simply grabbing and removing. Kind of like a cancer. And when you say we're taking Bennett, are we taking him peacefully? Do we ever take anybody unwillingly in a peaceful fashion, my child? Death can. We need him alive. Well, as alive as one can be when you uh, kill people and drink their blood. That is being said, you will also be dealing with the circulatory system in its full. You attack one of their agents, you attack them. We do not understand why they have taken to grab the authorities' attention by murdering, what is it, 40 now, 45 as of the last hour? Body count increases and one wonders, one wonders who could do that and why they would do that. He looks to all of you. But that is what we're here to find out. That being said, the... is there anything else that I can do for you? I would like to know the timetable and when this would be. Alexi would like us to make a stop, or me specifically, at um, his tonight. When exactly are we moving on this? You are due with the prince for a meeting, so that will not be tonight, but the sooner the better. Understood. I have left you all specifically a present for each of you at your new haven. Coterie haven, that is. And I do so hope you enjoy it. Personally, I like to call it the Justice League ground table, but it's just me. Is that the new coterie name you'd like? No. I mean, come on, guys. Think about it. Just a big round table. You're in the seats, minority. Seats all around the table. No. As for the two vans following us, <laughs> any preferred action taken towards those? You were at your liberty to do as you see fit. I assume your friend here, any points to last is of the more aggressive persuasion. Should he want to make target practice of them? Not that I am of any Camarilla standing, but you have my blessing. And I'll make sure that it is... As long as it doesn't break any masquerade laws, I'm willing to destroy whatever it means. We'll get along, you and I. We'll get along real well. Yeah, I'm Be all sure about to tag along the next time. I'm all about not leaving a trail of bodies behind. We gotta. It's not like the old days, is it, Lance? 
No, it's not. Yes, unfortunately now the hunters and the Americans and just the authorities at large seem to be tracing every single thing. Like the willy-nilly phone calls a few of you have been making that we have taken the liberty of blacklisting in order to not be seen. I would highly recommend being careful of where you eat and what you say. That is, of course, all for now. And Miss Kara, should you want to come back and visit your friend, which you so rudely accused me of conspiring with, and ask him a few questions for the sake of your sanity and trust, know that we, Giovanni, are always open to visitors. With the proper company, of course. And she nods to Star. Same goes for you, Miss Ayla. Thank you. Now, the prince is waiting for you. And if I were you, I wouldn't keep her waiting. I walk up to him with my arm extended, uh, hoping that he'd shake, grab my hand. He grabs your hand without a hesitation. The flick of the fire sort of moves around you a little bit as he's moving his cigar and he gives you a firm handshake. I too like have a firm handshake and then I grab his elbow and I'm like, I respect uh, Eliastar a lot. And, and uh, dude, Giovanni and the La Sombra haven't really been so friendly to one another, but let's hope that changes moving forward. Indeed, you'll find that we are not like uh, like everybody else in this city. We are our own brand, shall you say. So treat I'll my let, boy I'll well. Let go. His family will treat you well. Yeah. I let go and I turn around, uh, see Aliastar, and I give him a nod as I walk towards the door. I'm just going to do a quick half bow and walk towards the door. What's I will walk up. Bows? I will walk up close to him and I'll just be like, I should have a new surprise for you to watch in the coming days as well. I look forward to it. We'll see. Should you need anything, don't be a stranger. Of course. I uh, will then leave. Rivederci, Anziano. Ciao, ciao. And I'll head out. I curtsy and leave. I'll hold my hand out to shake his hand firmly. She shakes your hand and he goes, maybe you can teach her some manners in the long term. The kind of smile that I give him, like, I will do my best. We shall see. We shall see indeed. And as we're walking to the car, I'll just be like, that was well done. And do I find Lucio on my way out? Yes, you do. Lucio's waiting at the door, chomping at the bit because he wants to get the fuck out of here. Right, <laughs> yeah, so I'll just take the number on my way out. Okay. <laughs> so happy. Of course, Demetrius is waiting in the car. Now let's roll it. Let's roll it, boys and girls. Let's roll it. Oh, yeah. Fine. I've been rolling <laughs> this whole time. For for every little ride we're on, I've been rolling it. 
and he didn't notice anything. I'm gonna have a word with him. Oh no. Oh no. Um, I'll just you hop in the car. Yeah, I'll just sit down and I'll just be like, Demetrius. Sir. Um, how's the weight been? Been it's been good, sir. Hmm. Have you have you noticed anything while we've been inside? Not particularly, sir. There's nobody's been around. I've been looking. There's been word that um, two black vans have been following us. At least that's what my Cyrus told me. I've been keeping the usual watch, sir, and I have seen nothing for as far as a block and a half back for every turn. Doing the double spins and the turnarounds. All right. Um, they're following. They're very good at their job. I know you're better, so I'll make sure that uh, we'll eliminate those that are better than you. And I'll kind of like do a little, you know. <laughs> we can cannot I... suffer anybody outperforming us now, can we, sir? Of course not. And I'll turn back to the group and I'll be like, well, we have a meeting with the prince and we have people following us. Ideas? Let them follow us. May I use someone's cell phone? Well, more like... Well, Alex, do like... you have a cell phone? I do, yes. I'm going to actually just open the glove box and pull one of four. And as per usual, dink, 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 it's on the ring and hand it to you. Before I take it, I'm going to turn to last and say, how good are you with these? Because I'm not very good at all. I just put my hands up. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> no, you gotta roll for it. You gotta roll for it. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think I have anything. Or it's I gonna, to... it's gonna fizzle, pop, and smack on your head. <laughs> Blow up the phone. <laughs> I like how we don't ask the one who's been using a phone the most this entire time. Yeah. Like, yeah why can't we just ask the uh, Aloy over there? Can, or like um, the the uh, other three kindred that can't blow up phones, yeah. you know? Look, Lance, it just doesn't mean uh, just doesn't trust you. I'm just waiting to see what happen what he does with this phone. This has to do with <laughs> business with our friend that you saw the other night. I believe it may at least. So, well, I mean, look, I I trust. Look, I, I'm whisp- I'm like co- close to Solace here. It's like, look, I I trust Kara, oh. won't you? Bring her over. He'll he'll write a message for you. Very well. Don't make me regret this. And I gesture out and start to pass her the cell. Alright. And I want to to text text a friend of mine. I want her to input Or's number in there. And I'm going to tell her to the text I wanted to say, please text uh, our new friend of ours and tell him that there seem to be repercussions from the other night. And... Do I know this friend's name? I'm not sure you do. No. Well, why not tell me? 
It's not a very, I don't want to give mm. names for something I'm not sure of just yet. Mm, okay. You're going and, to keep on typing. And that would be all for now. Tell me if she texts back. Okay. And then I'll, I'll grab Kara by the the wrist and I'll motion everyone to head off. Just need a word with her, please, fellas. Go right ahead. This is perfect. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I follow him, but I'm looking confused. What, you didn't want to talk to me for a few days? Now I'm useful when you can't use a goddamn phone? Well, you know I can't use a phone. But, uh, are you alright from before you, uh, saw your, uh, L- uh, what's his name? Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> gonna rest and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm just Ask you a question, don't be rude. Uh, I'm answering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just peachy. But it seems like, again, that... I didn't exist, and I might as well have just been dead. Haven't seen you in a few days. I, look, excuse me for that. You've got a... I, I, look, I'll be blunt, okay? I saw some higher-ups, and uh, they pretty much put the fear of God in me. And I can't fail, because my life is on the line here. And I need to protect those around me very dearly, so I'm sorry that I haven't been there. Then what can I do? Where are you? You ask like I'm just a, a fuck buddy. What can I do? I I have a fucking brain. You do. And uh, that's why I'm willing to bring you in involved with this, uh, this character that's coming to see us. So be alert. Be on guard. Because things are going to be pretty heavy soon. Can't be any more direct. Let's just say mm. someone from the higher echelons of the Los Sombra is coming to see us. That's all I can really say. I don't know who it is uh, per se. I oh. don't know the person, but they're coming. And uh... Okay. Keep an eye out. Thank you for telling me. I'm sorry. Just to clarify, was their conversation like right outside? Of <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, how close? Up to lunch. Yeah, we went back in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll I'll grab I'll grab Kara by the uh, the shoulders, and I'm like, listen. <laughs> what we had, I value very much because I've not had anything like this when I was with the Sabat. So, and then I'll let her go again. And I'm, so, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm really sorry. Bottom of my heart, I'm I'm sorry. Even if you might not believe me, I'm sorry. Okay. I get it, different walks of life, but please tell me next time, okay? I was fucking worried about you. And you can't use a goddamn phone, so how the fuck am I supposed to get in contact with you? 
Well, we've got we've got a place. I uh, we're gonna be going to, so maybe we'll, you know, we'll I might turn that into a haven or something. We'll we'll see. Let, let's go back. I, I didn't want to keep you waiting, and I'll I'll, I'll like hold her um, lower back and like direct her back towards the group. I'm going to start walking. I'm just going to like discreetly use my fan. <laughs> So, uh, we, <laughs> sorry, I, I do need to know what they want to do with the vans following us. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. So, we can either, if you would like, we could either go somewhere discreet and handle mm-hmm. it. We could go about our business and let them follow us to every hub that the kindred have, or we could just you know, pretend that we were too daft to recognize that they were following us. I'll walk up to Elias, start grabbing by the shoulder. Why don't we just set a trap? Bring these guys to an alleyway. We destroy them right there and then. I think that would be the first option then. Something with some room would work for me. I don't think out in public where gunshots could be heard would be good, but I'm not. We're kind of on the defense here. We don't have much option. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. All right. How about this? We go down. I don't know the area too well. All right. We find an alleyway or something like that. You throw me and Solus out, right? We go and ditch. You guys go to the end of the alleyway. These cars come. Boom. Me and Solus will trap them in. You boys, you guys are up there. We're over here. We got them. Talk to Demetrius, see if he knows the place. And I'll do that as well. <clears throat> Let's roll it for the luck at a good spot. You're lucky. He got five successes on his knowledge. He says, I know just the place for you guys to do right. what you have to do, sir. Let's do this quickly. We have people waiting for us. Very good. The car roars to life. And Demetrius pulls off, of course. And he does a couple of maneuvers that he learned in his time in service. And it becomes very apparent that there are indeed two SUVs following you. I hope to see some form of shame on his face as well. (laughs) While we're going. (laughs) He notices, and you know that he's not the kind to belay emotion, but Mm -hmm. you see him simply just slam against the the steering wheel, and he goes, I'm sorry, sir. We'll take care of it. He grips the steering wheel with slight irritation at the fact that he did gotten the best of him. I have one more thing as well. I am going to contact cop jeremy and say if there are any calls in this neighborhood answer them but be slow in getting here yeah listen uh buddy you know with this murder shit that's going on you know the shit that happened we don't mean a papa i don't i don't think anybody gives a fuck right now to be Mm -hmm. honest with you like we're we're focused on on door knocking at the moment arnie just making sure everything's good yeah, no, no problem, no problem. You be safe, okay? Alrighty, talk to you soon. 
Hang on. All right. Ooh. Clicks the phone. <clears throat> he takes you to almost near Anarch Town. Takes you to Hialeah, which is a very, which after dark is not a place that you want to really be around in certain areas. And the cars seem to be following along with regular traffic. They slow down, they speed up. And he pulls into one of those giant stretches of road where it's all factories. It's all big factories and truck unloadings and the such. And he manages to pull into this little drive through spot, which is dimly lit and borders between two giant unloading buildings. And he slows his car down and he can see that the vans sort of stop within each other and they park on opposite ends of the road. Dimitri says, sir, this is, I think, about as quiet as it's going to get. What mm. are you wanting to do? Solus, Lance. Wait, Lance, where do you go? <laughs> Obfuscate. Lance has deserted us. He's a baby. I'll ask, uh, Solus, are you wanting to head out now? I will be the best help from a moderate distance away. Covering all of you. If I'm at all correct, and one gives chase to me, I'll handle that one. You all handle the rest. Ladies, ideas? I mean, there are two of them here. Yeah. I'm assuming we're both armed. We can try and shoot out the tower. The the tires here. Mm. Oh, is there only two in each car? I mean, well, there's, there's, the there's two cars. The cars. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. Demetrius, do you think you could take one car? Sir, yeah, it's like one it's car. my duty to put them in their place after embarrassing me like this. In that case... Is the car expendable? This car? Yes. Yes. I know a garage. Perfect. I have an uh, I have an idea, sir. If you are uh, of course willing to give me liberty with your vehicle. Of course. Also, do you need their vehicles moved in any way? No. I will be the one moving their vehicles shortly. Understand. Everyone out. <clears throat> and then I'll get out and I'll take the sniper rifle with me. I'm out. Yeah, we Ooh, like got us. lucky on this roll. I'm going so. to preemptively activate fleetness just in case. It happens like this. You guys are just around the corner. All right. Can I oh, just. I want to prep. Um, I believe. Yes. Mateo for supporting him. Oh, um, okay. Way. Yes. So I'm, you're just going to see me take out my locket and be like, don't let anything happen to him. Sounds perfect. So, it happens like this. <clears throat> Mind you, this is the initial action. It happens like this. 
you all get out of the car or in the corner. So there's a little bit of visibility that allows you to sort of get out. Really, not not quite undetected because obviously car door is open, but they don't see you around the corner as to how you move. The car then turns back on. He backs out and goes back on the little main road thing, right? Directly in eye line to them. As the two cars proceed to put their lights back on, you notice that two other cars come behind them. And now there are a total of four vehicles at present. The car looks like it's driving away and they wait. And it doesn't take much for you to hear sound of screeching rubber as Demetrius turns the vehicle around, slams on the accelerator, the car gains traction, and he goes directly forward, running into one of the S into one of the cars and slams them forward. And he hits the vehicle with such force that one of the SUVs pushes into one of the other ones that are coming to support right behind it. And they all ring forward inside. And you can see that the one in the middle becomes a sandwich. It goes from this to this. Easily, the two people in the front are dead. There's, you're, If you're surviving that, you've got God's luck on your side. My boy <laughs> is angry. He'll put that <laughs> the car is armored, car. fortunately, so it can take a punch. But you can tell that Demetrius is not going to walk out of this unscathed. He definitely took some hurt. You can't really see, of course, because it gets shot in. So he flats it in and pushes back, and there's a loud, audible crunch of metal. I plan on taking out the first one that gets out of their vehicles. There's a moment, and suddenly a bunch of bodies float out. There's easily six people in each vehicle stepping out. <clears throat> they all step out of the vehicle and they're all running. Most of them are clad in regular clothes. They're probably undercover. They're clad in regular clothes. But then the two vans behind them, one of them being hit, manages a couple of them managed to days out, and they are not. They are wearing face masks, they are wearing black black fatigues, they are wearing combat armor, they have long rifles, and they are all emptying the cars to check, of course, on their comrades. With loaded rifles, they all aim up to the door of the vehicle that has just collided, and the first thing you hear is BANG! bang as from the window of the front door of the car where Demetrius is, bullets fly out, and they hit one in the head, and they hit another guy in the chest. Demetrius is going for it. And... At this point, they begin to open fire. Fortunately, he you can see that as they're shooting into the window, there is no blood spurting out, which means that the gentleman was smart enough to duck under the bulletproof car at the bottom. But he doesn't have much time. They're going to get close, and they're going to let him have it, and he's going to die. Because humans don't do very well against ARs. <laughs> Who would have thought they'd be allergic to bullets? Mm-hmm. Now, 
You are about half a block away. So you have to cover distance. Mm -hmm. I have one. I have Mateo with him, ready, like, going to act when they come close. And I have, um, I'm, I'm shooting at them already. So you open fire on one person, right? You yeah. aim at one and, person. And, and I'm actively fire. telling my people to go. <laughs> the coterie to go. But yeah. Is there anyone I recognize, you know, that really stands out from all of them? They all, the the dudes are clad in the same sort of gear that you saw the people at the park be clad in. They are the same group, the same organization. I want to try to get the attention of at least, yeah, just one of them, actually. Just wave them down or Jumping jacks. <laughs> or, no, no, actually, actually, I'm just going to make this gesture. I mean, they just had a car <laughs> run into them, bro. <laughs> the normal uh -huh. people normal people aren't very slow to the to the tick they reach behind them and they all pull out handguns and the moment that they see you guys materializing in their view they begin to open fire in your direction they're not scared to make a scene mm -hmm. i will by the way i'm gonna start targeting the people with the masks Okay, so I just wanted to say, like, I let this play out, but I got a success on my Rouse for Fleetness. I just want to point that out. Um, how far away is... He said half a block. Half a block. Yeah. 50 meters. 50 to 70 meters. I'm going to do something that's probably suicidal. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or your life. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna activate blink. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm gonna try and grab Demetrius. I'm going to see if I can try and get him out. <laughs> so, I'm rushing with her. Goes. I want something from the car. From the I succeeded car. on a blink on that roll, so I don't get hunger. Okay. I, I am he doesn't shoot you, by the way. Uh, I'm gonna hope so, too. I'm just gonna say I have celerity, so... <laughs> that doesn't exclude you from bullet shots. I know it doesn't. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna hope just I can dodge. behind the car, because that's where I'm headed, is literally just at the butt of the car. So, yeah, so where do you want to aim it at? Because the difficulty will be predicate on where you want to land. What it was that? <laughs> Blood of the car? Yes, blood of the car. King shit versus Kara stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a dumbass with celerity. Let me vibe. As I get there, by so, the way, I'm gonna like whisper like Demi. That way he knows that we're right there. So you're running here straight. <laughs> okay. I'm got blank. Okay. I'm yeeting. I <laughs> so my character is an athlete. So they, got, they got five successes on shooting at you. Okay. Okay. Right. So I can, you so can, I you can dexterity, you can dexterity and athletics in getting out of the way. Yes. Oh, I'm doing the same thing. I'm running towards them as well. Five, five successes. Uh, all wait, no, the board. no, no, no. I did. I tried to 
Not counting up my dice. You have you're using something else. Five successes all across the board for shooting. The only way you can dodge this or try to mitigate the damage is you have no cover. You're just running straight. So unfortunately for you, you will receive the full brunt of the roll. And you will take a minus two for running straight. Just so you're aware. Look at her face! Her face is great! Oh my god, can I, I finish rolled, the I rolled and you didn't tell me that until after I rolled. I'll take it from your successes, it's fine. Okay, well then you're taking it from my successes, then I'm at... Hold on. If you're taking it from my successes, then I'm at four successes. I... Okay, listen. I can show you what I have right now, right here on me, but like... We have a, we have a Discord channel for that. Oh no, wait, yours isn't... Uh, I'm using like fucking no. dice. <laughs> Uh, also, I have prepped Mateo's roll whenever it's needed. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to deal with much. And you took away two. You have no running, cover, bro. Running behind to a, a an armored car. You're running half a block into a Fine. car when they're open with all guns. <laughs> well, there's no other way for me to get to them. It's either they come to us That's and shoot at us, or I go least... to them they shoot at us. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to them as well, so, so. I'm with you, Ayla. What'd like there's, there's there's Lance provides no. cover. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> this is why you people should have celerity. You can be stupid like me. Shush. Lance is trying to explain his thing. Go I'm ahead, saying Lance. that I, I run in full bore. Ayla, I'm happy for you to be right behind me if you want me to take all the bullets. I'm just going straight for it. Well, ideally, you're both running at the same time. So unless she's in lockstep with you, which is a pretty hard feat. She's gonna catch some bullets in her forehead. It's fine. Let's go. I just Ye want to point out how much I appreciate all of your guys' love for Demetrius right now. <laughs> we stand, Amy. He's a, he's associated with you. Uh, right. What was the role again? Sorry, bro. I I didn't get the uh, dexterity, dexterity what's and the... athletics. And he's taking two right. away from your role. No cover well, means you're getting all the full brunt of it. I got two successes. Oh, my, you see, oh, oh shit. Hey. Did you see uh, no. the the shitty picture? I took? <laughs> Can you yes. just tell me the dice roll, ma'am? Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Four, two, three, four. Oh wait, I think I got messy. Oh my god. That's not good. <laughs> you got a messy critical? Mm-hmm. I got messy oh, because it's the red die. Got it with <laughs> a regular one, <laughs> the black. <laughs> this is the way this works. What what are you doing, Solus? Uh, Other than doing the ball's hand signs? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to wave one down. Anyone that looks important, whatever. They're not, not gonna people. run after you. They're holding their position. They have. Okay. They three of us got running an enemy. after them. They've got a. They've got an enemy there. They've got injured combatants. They're not gonna chase you down. They're not stupid. I want to use one arm of Armon. Um, is, that's gonna take a so turn. So you right take to this turn to summon your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it works like this. Did you do your your shot roll, um, Alistar? Uh, no. Uh, all right. I'll do that <laughs> first, and then it's resolve. Correct. Resolve and uh, for sniper. Yeah. Resolve. If you're standing still, resolve and firearms. Ooh, six. Okay. I thought it was composure. Perfect. No, yeah, composure and, and firearms. No, yeah. it's it's resolve. It's oh. composure if you're resolve. under fire. He's standing still. Yeah, he's standing. And not still. under fire. It's composure if you're under fire. Oh. And it's resolve if you're a sniper far away. 
So it oh. happens like this. Critical success, by the way. Multiple things happen at once. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest of you <laughs> manages to blink to her location. But <laughs> she blinks a little too successfully. And she doesn't blink behind the car. She I'm blinks in front. on top of the car. Oh! <laughs> Hi, boys! She falls on it, and everybody sees her, right? <laughs> At the same time, you have two people trying to run directly towards Demetrius. You have been spotted. They rolled a five. You rolled a three and a four. <clears throat> you take... Uh, you take... Well, I guess with elongated rifles, you'll take... The pot shots go bam, bam, bam. They hit you in all your body. That shit hurts. But it is halved damage, right? Because it's superficial damage. You have it, so you'll take three damage at one point five. We could say um, we'll we'll have it to the first. You'll take two base damage, right? You'll take two superficial damage. You, Lance, unfortunately rolled a little less. So <laughs> you rolled a, what is it? You rolled a two or a three? I rolled a two. <clears throat> Yikes! Yep. So they are long rifles. It hurts. It hurts a lot. So, you'll take three damage after it's all been halved because it's six. They hit you over the margin of three. We'll half it at three. You'll take three superficial damage, right? They're not, it's not killing you, but it hurts. They're not the most accurate. The pot just kind of scratch you. Some land, some don't. You know, it slows you down a little bit. It is at this point that you hear a groan from Demetrius. He is clearly injured. So now we're going to roll. Oof. Oof. He rolled all failures. So What? <laughs> He rolls all blanks. No, Mateo's no. Rolled, rolled already, just saying. What do you want Mateo to do? Scream. You want him to scream and... Okay, so what's his roll at? Six. It's eight die. It was a six success, too. It's against their willpower. These are trained hunters. All of them. So we'll give them. <laughs> Should be. We'll do a five, a generous five. <laughs> Ooh, you're lucky. So they get a one. So, a cut. The closest to them have their eardrum shattered. Well, they run. They they run off. They're running in panic. They can't take the sound. However. Not all of them are close. And unfortunately for you, the ones that are carrying the ARs are the ones who are furthest back. Yeah. The... And now we roll again. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Kyle. 
You brought this upon yourself being a doofus. <laughs> I'm a dumbass with celerity. Let's go, Ken. I just, just like as a to my mind, how many like left? I'd right. say you have about nine-ish left because most of the ones who were regularly regular clad ran up front, right? Okay. You got three cars of people who gotcha. came out. There's still people stuck on one of the vehicles because of the damage to the vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Her, I'm also shooting at the mask people. The people. <laughs> yeah, you you killed one. You killed one. Okay. Right? Um, Which is yeah. why you're at nine. Mm-hmm. So you I have the enemy size. Unfortunately for Kara. Yes. I I can't. The the size. They got four criticals and two regular successes. Okay. Two. Can I try and dodge? <laughs> Pancake, you can yo. Try. Pancake. <laughs> you can try. Let's and go. Just fall so on your face. I surge and I succeed on the surge, so nine dice. <laughs> you just got to pancake correctly. That's all you got to do. Come on. <laughs> oh, she fuck already fell, so she's on it. She's on it, and she's on it, but she's not. Un- there, she's on top, and they are unloading into her. At There's a god. Fire. That's There's why I'm saying she needs to pancake. One, two, three, four, five. Because they're aiming this, not. I got eight on a crit. On a regular crit. <laughs> you got lucky. <laughs> but you still are under the margin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can willpower this. Try and get nine. Ten on a crit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. They are ten on a double crit. Actually, mm, I'm gonna try and reroll me. So it happens again. like this. It happens like this. Okay. <laughs> you landing allows allow you. We can do this at a cost. Okay. Okay. We can do this at a cost. Hit me with it. Hit me. You try to get away. Mm-hmm. You try to draw their attention. The guns shift. And they aim at you. And the shots land on your legs. And they land on your feet. Because they're aiming sporadically and they clip you down. This, however, gives them enough time to get Demetrius out of there and make a run for it. Is this is this what you want to do? Sure. <laughs> So which sure. one of you brave souls is going to make the rescue for Demetrius? Tell oh my, my story. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to look at Lance and like if you can grab Dimitri, I can grab the door. I'm going I'm I've got death in my eyes, man. I want to kill these fuckers. <laughs> Remember, I'm the only reason they're not unloading guys, on man. you, the only reason they're not unloading on you is because they're unloading on Kara. One of you has to carry him back. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. So this is at a cost. She's sacrificing herself at a cost. (laughs) I'm looking at Lance. I'm like, I understand you got murder on your mind. We need it, but we need to grab someone. Like we need to get someone else out of this shit, and then we can kill them. Yeah, but you have. We have. We've got to bring him back there, and then we're gonna run another fifty, fifty meters back here, right? They'll either come to us or we'll do something else. The point is to get him out. 
Do you want him dying? Do you want him dying and that being on us? No, listen, you go here. (laughs) (laughs) They're behind the car now. They're behind the car now. And fires are still, the the fires are strafing. So it's not as if they're not paying attention. They're just shooting. Remember, there's still nine people in front of you. Yeah. Like it or not, this is not going to be clean. And somebody's going to die if you force it. Yeah. So, bye, guys. I, I love playing this chronicle with you all. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, you have to make a choice. I want to get right in the middle of them and fucking take as many as I can. Excuse That's me. what you want to do? So, so you want to yeah, apply roll. shadow cloak though? As I'm doing this, I want to like run in. I've got shadow cloak on me, hoping to intimidate a few of them. Um, but my intention, I want to like rip one of the door fucking, uh, you know, door parts off and like use it as a bat to fucking clean one of their heads off. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm taking door number two. There's a shotgun in the car, by the way. Who's grabbing do we have to direct do we actually have to grab him or can we just kill everyone else and then get him yeah. duck him? I mean, kill him and then we'll focus hey, on Dimitri he blanked his entire check your arms come surging right none of you have made sure to check if Demetrius is dying or not huh it, no we're literally oh. just asking what we have to do before we decide the thing that's your choice okay so Lance <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you how to win this. Lance, what do you mean? But you kept saying who's grabbing Dimitri like it's the thing we have to do. Anyway, so Lance That's is gonna what do his thing. You're going to do it initially. Anyway, anyway, Lance is doing his thing because clearly there, there's no control anyone else can do. I'm checking on Dimitri, and I'm getting him to lay flat in the car. So how is Dimitri at this moment? Can he wait? Dimitri Ten minutes, has not even. Fucking- Ten minutes? Have you ever seen a gunshot? <laughs> yes. Demetrius. Demetrius has a bullet shot on his rib, and he is okay. bleeding out because he failed I, his entire his entire roll went blank. All right, that I'm grabbing him and I'm yeeting. Yeet. I'm like <laughs> running back. So roll your roll your um your melee and your strength. Um, Why melee? Because he's grabbing a door and he's beating somebody. <laughs> <in the death laughs> just, just what is he going to roll door for? Itself. It? Grabbing the door itself. Well, grabbing the door itself is a feat of strength, right? So he needs he's trying to rip a door off and then he's trying to beat yep. people with it. I say just armored first, just a sucker an into their armored throats. door. An armored door at that. You underestimate my strength. Yeah. So roll your thing. Go for it, Kara. This is this this puts for you, Kara. This puts for you. What do you want to do, Solus? I'm assuming that Aliasar is cocking another gunshot. As well as I'm going to send Emmerich. Tell tell my story, (laughs) y'all. Oh, dude, you just, like, have shit luck. Oh, shit. Is there any difficulty on the door, by the way, uh, Ryan? Point of order. What's your strength? Is that four? Yeah, you ripped that shit right off. Okay, so You can juggle dumpsters at at four strength. I am sending uh, Emmerich to 
basically grab one and then shoot the rest of them. Hey, hey, chill. I'm. What I want to do is I want to grab one of them, the important looking ones, and yeet him way the fuck over there at some corner so, or something. Remember, you have to roll for the range of your arms of Armon right, because it. yeah. it's not like a giant hentai tentacle that just reaches out oh, seven blocks. Uh, while they're doing this, does that mean I'm I'm in the middle of grabbing Dimitri and like you? Yes, you're grabbing him and running. Cool. So I'm hearing him princess through. style that way. My body's in the way and none of him is just hanging yeah, out. On yeah, and they're focusing they're focusing on everybody else. At this point, that works. the car furthest back thrums to life. The car furthest back thrums to life. And it 180s in with a couple of the injured people, and they Ooh. grab Kara. By the way, this is on a in a three critical three success. I can't try it's and do Grafara. anything because I'm a cripple. You can try to resist, okay. but your legs oh. are gone. Your okay. legs are gone, gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Ooh, look, look at her. She's like, no, they're gonna take her. <laughs> well, well, what's the role, if any? <laughs> um, what would be a good role? Seven. <laughs> seven. I'm seven. using. I'm using everyone right now. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bad bitch, bad bitch. <laughs> so I guess a good one would be what um brawl and and strength is. You're trying to resist. You're trying to punch away. Uh, can I rouse? Like yeah, surge? you can try. So this is hold on. So this is four, five, six, seven, eight. You're going oh. against eight. Die. Oh yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> my man. Okay. I got a I've seven. I've this entire season. Goodbye, guys. I love y'all. Yeah, you should be able oh, to nice. reach the nearest one and pierce right through and send them flying into Can the I... others. No, 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 no. I want to send him far away from everyone else, like to some corridor or something. Fling him up in the air, like. Uh, no, he wants no. to not the main him. road. He wants them to not be injured. He wants to keep them as a singular. Yeah, and I like, want to go after them use. in some. Basically, I want to keep them separate from everyone else. Maybe in some corridor, small corridor, and I want to run straight after him. Well, because Demetrius was impatient and he went after the main car, you are now fighting down a main road instead of a small hallway. <gasps> yeah. Can I? Is there any alley or something? I mean, you can grab one, but you'd be flinging it over. I have a, a whole alley? Or pulling them. No, yeah, you'd be you'd be pulling them over, but you'd be pulling them over behind you. There is no alleyway. That was the only alleyway you were in, and that's... You'd be putting them in Aliastar's field of view, behind him, technically. What? I have a... Yes. Okay. Uh, dumb question, but I make dumb decisions with my life. <laughs> uh, is there a chance I could try if you these don't all really, on them? No, God yeah. no! They have yeah. masks on. Oh, okay. Mm. The only oh, ones I that work five. during combat are Majesty and Dread Gaze. <laughs> look at uh, look at Lance. He's like, damn. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Can I um? At do I see her getting grabbed? You see the car. <laughs> Flipping around, but you don't have the line of vision because it's being blocked between the other cars, right? So you don't really know what's going on. So do I think on. they're leaving without 
you think they're getting the fuck out because those are some of the people oh, that so you sorry. tried to injure. I could have stopped the car, but I didn't. Did you? Did you? Did you? What would you roll, Kara? I got five. It goes like this, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have like that. I die. It goes like this. You hear as the bullet goes out of the sniper rifle and boom and it shoots again and another person falls and it is at the same speed that the tentacle the arm of our mom wait 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 if i'm if i can't get him any more private i want to restrict their neck and just bring him right up to me but i was gonna do anyway Oh, oh, I thought you were going to so is trying to do something with one of them standing. Yes. Just Goes like this before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> Whatever. You want to hear my Matama voice, so shut up. Anyway. The, <laughs> the sniper bullet full sense. Somebody's head explodes. There's a red mist that fills the air. At the same time, a tentacle sling hooks around and it grabs somebody by the neck and they are sent flying off their arms and screaming in the night air as it's brought directly to Solus. And they're shaking and writhing and <clears throat> at this time the loud crunch of a door slicing two heads off as he swings it vertically or horizontally horizontally rather swings it horizontally and slices their heads off the spurt of blood gushing up in the air as everybody gets back it's at this point that one of them pulls out a crucifix to you and he says stay back you fiend and you can't explain it you don't know what it is there is a a sense of pressure and urgency for you to take a step back. It's not strong. It doesn't immobilize you. But it gives you pause for a second. It makes you hold back. You've heard of people speak of true faith, but you've never actually seen it in action. They panic and a ghost, uh, a, a wraith, a manifestation seems to take the body of one of them and twist his arms and crankle them from the inside as he begins to fall down as if some grave attack of scoliosis or whatever it may be is taking them from the inside out. And he falls down immobile. His friends try to pull him away but the writhing makes it very difficult, nearly impossible, to try to get him over. You hear a SHUT UP, YOU BLOODSUCKER, as a gun butt smacks and cracks against the pavement, and suddenly the car slams shut, takes off, and Kara is no longer on the floor. Hold on, is there a chance of an action before the car leaves with Kara in it? This is all happening at the same time. Okay. 
You killed like half of the people there, bro. Okay, stop trying to be a a fucking <laughs> an, an overachiever. Hey, man. They all sort of realize you hear on the radio. We've got one. We've got one. Back up. Back up. Back up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And one of them says, "Put the people in the car. They'll kill them." It's like. We can't stay here. We're all going to die. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And they all hop into the other car. As many of them as they can fit. The cars, the car doors slide a slinging open as they're all trying to get in. And a few of them can't even manage to get in. And you're left with two or three of them who are trying to hold the line. The one with the crucifix is still standing with a gun in his hand. A small handgun now. And he's standing back and he says, Halt! Halt! And he keeps trying to repeat it. Sort of in a very cheesy, the power of Christ compels you kind of way as many of them back up and as the other car not even pulls around but like um goes in reverse all the way up all the way back out to the main street you are left with only three of them and they are slowly trying to get back and pull away from you shoot for the guy with the crucifix i don't know what's going on Roll again for your crucifix shot. I'm, I'm pretty sure Lance wants to just murder the last three of them <laughs> in fun. cold yeah. blood. Tell my story, y'all. It was nice. <laughs> nah, you're Princess, Pe Princess Peach in another tower now, so we're coming soon. Crit five. Lance? Well, uh, yeah, I want to um, go for a Superman. I want to, like, pretty much punch this guy's skull in. Uh, into the other guy as well. We are peaceful people. <laughs> We're not monsters, guys. So nah, that, he that, is riding in front of you and choking. Do you execute or do you hold on for interrogation? Didn't Solus have one? Yeah. In interrogation. Okay, yeah. so we'll hold off for him. <clears throat> hey, well, I'm going to execute this guy. Five, so. They resist on a four for the headshot. You went on the margin. You blow their skull, pop wide open. Blood. The blood spills on the gentleman with the crucifix. He touches the side of his head as he feels the blood splatter on him. And he panics. Sheer Six. panic as Lance proceeds to cock his throat. He throws the, 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 uh, the door away. Proceeds to cock his arm back. And with the fury of a thousand... Dead sons, black sons, <laughs> punches forward, and the punch is so strong it breaks every bone in this guy's face and it pushes him into the last remaining man standing onto the floor, knocking him out. Well, not knocking him out, but knocking him down. It is here that we will end our story for tonight. Oh.